Ohio gozaimasu, my brothers and shimai, on this, our 29th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Trust me, I triple-checked. Thanks so much for joining us on this fine afternoon, morning, in no particular order, evening or night, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. To my right... The judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and quick fires, Patrick Novosel. Man, baseball is back. What do you yeah, mean he's the judge and jury of quick fire? The new and title? the executioner. And don't forget executioner. He kills the quick fires. He like. sucks at quick fire. Hey now. Well. <laughs> whoa, whoa. To my bottom right corner, negative Nancy over there. The man that can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And finally, right below me, the man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, a Mark Boucher. Bonjour, mes amis. Enchanté. Je m'appelle Claude. If this is your first no. time joining us, welcome. With you here, it truly is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. If it's not your first time here, well, hello, neighbor. Welcome back. We're glad you chose to be our neighbors today. Let's go ahead and jump into things, guys, and get started right in with Fackler's Frenzy for the week. Are you guys ready? Yes. Fackler's right Frenzy. Right out of the game. Yeah. Whoa. Possibly. Mess this thing up. All right, let's, let's go. Let's do this. This could go one of five different ways, so let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it's probably going to go the same way as it always does. Uh, yeah, probably. So uh, Mr. Chad Fackler called this the favorite things frenzy. What is your favorite? You're not going to be given options, but you're going to have to choose your favorite of something. Okay, so it's a little different. It could turn into a slow fire slog, but let's find out. Uh, we're going to start with Patrick, then Ronnie, then Mark, and then me. That would be clockwise on my screen. Okay. Patrick, Ronnie, Mark, me. Got it. What is your favorite pie? Hmm. Apple pie. Cake. I'm shaking my <laughs> head right now. The <laughs> listeners can't see me, but I'm shaking my head right now. Cheesecake. Cheese pie. Wow. Pecan pie. Mm. Ew, gross. Those are, I, 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 I can't do the pecan pie. Pumpkin well, your pecan pie. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you one better. Mark wants to fight Pumpkin me pecan. Pumpkin pecan pie, Mark. Ooh, I actually like that idea. Sounds oh, festive. yeah. Sounds awesome. It's good stuff. My mother-in-law makes a mean pumpkin pecan pie. Okay, next one. Color. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Say any color and you win. <laughs> Texas. Yeah, that's a square. <laughs> Red. Blue. Blue, too. Hard candy. Ooh. Hard candy. This quick fire. Yeah. This is going to be... Someone else go first. Oh, seriously. Yeah, we can't Patrick. go out of order, man. We already... Yeah. So oh. when I when I said executioner of quick <laughs> fires, that, that would be Patrick, like, killing the quick fire, putting it out of its misery. 
Uh-huh. Oh, geez. Hard candy. Hard candy. It's the opposite of soft, so that narrows it down a little bit. So I'll start naming hard candies for Patrick. Jawbreakers. And it's, it's not a type of, no. it's not a type of cake. Ooh. Is, wait, is Skittles a hard candy? What do you? It's chewy. You gotta you, like you crunch chew the it, Skittle. It's not hard candy. You don't crunch a Skittle. I got a hard just, outer shell. You to chew it. So you're saying an M&M those, uh, is a hard candy. That's it is a hard candy. No, you have to, you have to, it has to melt in your mouth. You can't chew it. It's hard candy. You can't Skittles and M&M's both will melt in your mouth. Oh, that's gross. And not in your hand. At have the you same ever had time. those at the same time? That's disgusting. No, I, you'd have to be a serial killer to try that. Well, it's not. I, <laughs> I didn't try it on purpose. Someone, like, they put the Skittles and the M&M's in the same bowl. Like, oh, what kind of monster trick. did that? I know. You're a monster. Little did you know <laughs> that Lucas's given name is Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, we've talked about this. Patrick, you gotta you gotta edit that out. I'm in I'm in now we need a I'm new in rating witness on witness protection. Oh, I am so not editing that out. Oh dang it, it's Mark he's gonna add more information to it. Probably put my address in there. Gosh, I don't know what hard Patrick candy. Patrick, we're still waiting on you. Oh, okay. Uh I like those sugar crystal candies. Have you ever had those before? They're on like a like a lollipop stick and there's sugar. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are okay. awesome. I I wanna, I'm going to go with the little barrels that taste like root beer. Oh, those are those are yummy. I'm going to go with Warheads. Oh. Mm, those kill me. Those tear me apart, too. I'm not yeah. going to lie. But like you, you know what? Those, the kind for me. those put hair on your uh-huh. chest. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, more of a man than me, Mark. Go. That's why I still can't grow a mustache. <laughs> you need to rub some, that covered. rub some Warheads on your lips. That'll Mark's grow a mustache right there. from all those warheads. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Green Apple Jolly Ranchers. Mm, That's good. Mm. All right. Next you ever up. drop one of those in like a Sprite? Ooh, does it do something? It just makes it taste like a green apple Sprite. It's delicious. Oh, <laughs> I mean, still, that sounds delicious. I haven't tried that. It's good. It's a good idea. I like that. I like how you're thinking. I thought maybe it would explode. And it's like Sprite goes everywhere Coke like and Mentos. Mentos. Thing. <laughs> yeah, like Coke and Mentos. <laughs> All right. Next one is a car. Uh, 1976 Chevy Nova. 2017 Jeep Wrangler four-door Sport. A Tesla Model 3. A 90s Dodge Viper. Midnight mm, Blue. That's a that's a classy car. Nice. Yeah. All right. Rock song. Uh, Nirvana's "The Man Who Sold the World." Mm. Bush Glycerine. Oh gosh, you would put me on the spot for this. Uh, oh no, the music guy—he's stumbling. <laughs> they're all good. <laughs> so many. Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the song that uh, was the number one hit on my birthday. I love rock and roll. By Joan Jett and the Pickles. I don't remember. <laughs> what is it? Try pickles? try the Black Hearts. Yes, or the, the Black Hearts. Or... Well, if you eat too many pickles, some say that it makes your heart black. All that vinegar. I can't remember what band she was. That in cannot that be a real point, fact. But... No, it's fake not. News. It's definitely <laughs> fake news. <laughs> definitely. All right, we're halfway there. Oh, we're halfway there. All right, slushy flavor. This is easy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Slushy flavor. 
Red. <laughs> this tastes red. I also <laughs> I also go with red because I don't know what actual flavor that is. It's usually, it's usually a cherry. Yes, isn't it? thank you, Mark. Cherry. <laughs> I'm. I guess I'll go with grape. Mm, going with Purple. the fruits. What I'm color going is that? with root beer. That would That's be good. brown slushies. I don't really have slushies that often. See, when I think of slushy, really. though, I think of just like the red and the blue ones. With like a little dog on it, little emblem. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean those puppies. are the most populars. Populars. Yeah. You can't make popular plural. Never mind. Sorry. Those are the populars. Those are the populars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. You Board game. <laughs> Board game. Board game. Hmm. Monopoly sucks, so that oh. better not be any one of yours. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, it's mine now, buddy. <laughs> I don't know that many board uh, games. Is is Guess Who a board game? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh it man, was made by Milton so all the game so, has yeah. to have is a board. Yep, and it has to be some kind of game. So there has to be a winner <laughs> and losers. It's a g- <laughs> like mass produced. Also, probably. it has to have a board and some sort of game. <laughs> On top of the board. Do you guys remember when uh, the commercials for Guess Who came out and they had to add to the commercial that the people didn't actually talk on the game board? I did not. <laughs> yeah, that totally was a real thing. People are stupid like that. People saw the commercial, and in the commercial, the little characters would talk. And so kids and parents thought that they actually talked, and then someone tried to sue Milton Bradley or whoever came out. It's a ripoff. These characters don't talk. Okay, so did Patrick and Ronnie say one? I don't think Patrick, Patrick said one, did he? He said, guess who? We've been talking about it the past five minutes. Oh, I thought he asked if guess who was a board game. Oh, yeah, I guess he didn't confirm. Was that your answer, Patrick? Final answer. Okay. Boom. Guess who? <clears throat> All right, I'm going with a classic here. Risk. Ah, oh, you took mine. How do you like that? Man. <laughs> Boom, baby. Boom, shakalaka. What a great game that is, though, for real. Yeah, it is a good game. So... My favorite game doesn't technically have a board. It does. Per se. It doesn't count. count. You can't say it. Dang it! Okay, <laughs> get it out of here. Vomiting cats. No, it's not that one actually. Oh, okay. Um, cause should be. It well, that's one of my favorite games. It's a card game. It's a card game. Um, the cards were boards. I guess though. technically this game they, is a card game. Aren't too. cards like miniature boards? It's just a bunch of them bunch of miniature you boards think about it that way yeah that's the truth right there whole deck of boards little <laughs> but like when i think of like De- more, deal out wow. the boards <laughs> you get 85 mini boards um no uh when i think of like traditional more traditional games like i think have you guys ever have you ever heard of the game mad gab oh man i love mad i gab. have yeah. heard of it that counts yeah I love that game. That's a board game. People absolutely hate playing that game. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> My friends and I, we had the funniest jokes because of that. Like there was, I remember one card that was just hoof and then art and then ed. Say it. Say it. <laughs> nice. Hoof, heart, ed. Yes. And it was so funny because people sounded like they were in like a, a learning English as a second language class. So they're like, hoof, art, ed. Hoof, hoof art, ed. ed. Oh, man. <laughs> They're so funny. That's a fun game. Is that your answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Candyland's uh, still out there, Lucas. 
dang it, quit stealing my thunder, man. Were you really going to say Candyland? <laughs> yes. Oh man. <laughs> what else you got? I was going to say I was going to say Candyland Risk Edition. <laughs> Have you ever played that one? <laughs> you attack each other as candy people. <laughs> candy people. All right. For the then for the, the last one is just going to be good old fashioned Uno spin. That has kind of a board that you spin. And you learn Spanish. Ah oh, man, what about Trouble? That's a good one. Is Trouble the one I with the look. dice in the little? Yeah, that uh, one was in the the ball in the middle. That one yep. was fixed. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh no, I take it back. Clue. Yeah, yeah Clue is pretty fun. Clue is a good one. Yep. So, Mark, what you do? It was at minute thirteen and a half. Just take out my answer and then put in Clue. Thanks. I'll be doing none of that. I'm at I 20 know. minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> next. I've got the power. Da, da, da. All right. Next one is toothpaste. Toothpaste, not teeth paste. Patrick, you're first in case you forgot. What kind of, I don't know, whatever my wife buys. <laughs> that counts, Ronnie. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm trying to think what toothpaste I actually have because I don't really care about toothpaste either. What do you go with Crest? Mm-hmm. I'm good. going with Colgate. There you go. I'm going with cinnamon flavored toothpaste, regardless of brand. Really? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That was I love a weird way to start the day. Is that edible? Cinnamon. <laughs> That's yeah, you just swallow that fluoride. It, it goes good, <laughs> well, right? Right to the stomach. And Cleans you all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you spit the toothpaste out? <laughs> oh my gosh, you want to know all what right. the worst thing is though? Like if you were to like brush your teeth. And then drink something like acidic or whatever right orange after. Orange juice? Yeah, like orange juice or something oh. like that. Like, oh, my God. You got to, oh, my God. <laughs> you got to plan that out. <laughs> you definitely got to plan ahead. Uh, the next one is, this is not hard at all. Drink. Could you get any more vague? What's your favorite drink? Uh, actually, I do have a favorite drink. Are we? It is Let's hear w- it. Welch's Passion Fruit Juice. Oh, maracuja. There's so many drinks out there that I would drink, but uh, that is the number one. What's your favorite alcoholic drink? Uh, there is a uh, Truth IPA. It's uh, got a little bit of pa- yep. It's got a little bit of passion fruit notes in it, and it's fantastic. I got to be honest. I've tried the IPAs mm-hmm. and I have tried to like them, but every one of them tastes like like a rusty penny. <laughs> mm. I love rusty pennies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nothing wakes rusty me up like penny. a mouthful of rusty pennies. My all-time favorite drink is Mellow Yellow. Ooh. What was that? I didn't catch that. Mellow Yellow, sir. That's good. I like it. It's a good one. Barks Root Beer. It's good. Oh. Did you say Mark's Root Beer? No, I don't have my own Root Did Beer. Did you? No. You changed it to your own brand? Wow, that's, that's, nice. That's Barks with a B. Ah, oh, man. That's a good one, too. Hmm. I'm going to go with, as a backup, since root beer is definitely my favorite drink that I don't get here in Brazil, I'm going to go with watermelon juice. Shazam. Wait, hold on a second. You don't get root beer in Brazil? That is correct, sir. That's root sad. beer does not exist. You cannot get it anywhere. Wait a minute. When you say watermelon that's juice, you're mm. just drinking the juice from a watermelon. That's. 
Are you sure God really called you there? That's, <laughs> oh that's generally how juice, <laughs> juice works. Juice. <laughs> Ronnie, generally the juice that it's called is where it comes from. So yes, it's a watermelon, and then you juice it. They also call grape juice. I mean, just throw it out there. It's not like, I don't think there's a squeeze on I a mean, bunch of grapes. Because I actually like everything grape flavored, but I think grapes suck. Oh, that's just like olive oil. Like olives, I hate olives, but olive oil, yeah. You drink olive oil? By the gallon. <laughs> oh, no, I'm in Brazil. By the liter. It's weird. <laughs> and yeah, Mark, it was hard to give up root beer. Oh. I have to pray about it every day, every morning when I wake up before I leave my bed. Sacrificing right. for the cause. That's, that's also fake All right, news. Two, two more. Yeah, that's definitely fake news. All right, two more, and then we'll have two bonus questions oh. after that. So we go, we're four away to the end. That's it. All right, ready? Sandwich. Uh, BLT. Mm. Classic hamburger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hungry. Dang it. Since you took hamburger, I'm going to go with the grilled ham and cheese. Mm. Mm. Do, you ever, do you ever like soup it up and put like uh, ham with it? Grilled ham. Ham and I'll cheese. I'll my hamburger what do you mean, right soup now. Soup up is ham and ham cheese. we putting ham on it. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> Why? Yes, so good, Lucas. I do. <laughs> Dang it! That's what happens when my mind goes one way and then my ears don't listen. I definitely was thought you said grilled cheese, and I did not hear the ham. Oh. Dementia's already set in. Although grilled cheese by itself this. is is pretty dang good. So, yeah. Wait, sandwich. do you put two slices of ham? That's what I really meant. Um, do you no, soup I it up like and five put slices of ham? Grilled ham and <laughs> ham. You know what makes a grilled cheese really good <laughs> is ham. <laughs> Yum. That's a good one. Uh, my sandwich of choice is the Reuben sandwich. Oh yeah, nice. All right. Hmm. All right, and soup. Patrick. Um, I like uh, chicken and dumpling soup. I like tomato soup. Potato mm. soup. I have to go with what I originally thought. I'm with Ronnie. Tomato soup. Yeah. Well, I've been yeah, stealing everything. I'm changing up here. <laughs> this two holes is a great spot. Does does chili count as a soup? Mm. No. It's chili, right? It's chili. Yeah, chili is its own concoction. All yeah, right. it's its own. Fair enough. Just wanted to make sure. Okay, here's the bonus. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Elf. I'm saying it now so nobody steals it. Out of turn. Suckers. Banned. Uh, you... Nope, out of order. <laughs> you're, you're uh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> what am I going to do? Ah, crap. That's not, that's not a movie. I've never seen crap Christmas movie. What? I've seen ah, crap, though. What? Ah, crap? What? He went ah, crap. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Grilled cheese ham sandwich. <laughs> Mm. Yep. Die Hard. Yeah. There you go. He said it. Um, Home Alone. All fine choices. Elf. I'll say it again, just in case you forgot. Uh, we actually have a bonus within the bonus from VP Barnaby Butters. Crunchy cookies or soft gooey cookies? Crunchy cookies. I think what he means is like if you have like a chocolate chip cookie and it's like. Crunchy. Like a hard cookie. Okay. 
like breaks apart yeah. or like would you rather have like a soft chewy cookie? So a crumbly uh, cookie I'll, or a chewy I'm gonna go cookie? With the, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the chewy. Yep, chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there, chewy. I don't care what you smell. Um, yeah, soft. Soft, soft and, and gooey, my friends. No brainer. All right, fantastic. Guys, we survived. I didn't time that one, but it's been a while. Shout out to our very own. It's been a while. Shout out to our very own Chad Fackler for those lovely quickfire questions that we somehow turn into slow fire slogs. It's still a joy every time. Also, I definitely want to do a little shout out real quick to some guest or crossover appearances on other podcasts that some of us have made over the past few weeks. I was on the Delvin Cox Experience. Thanks again, Delvin. Shout out to Delvin Cox and uh, his podcast. Check it out sometime. I had the chance to share my faith and a little bit of my life story. Um, also this week, I'm on a devotional, faith-centric, kind of conversational podcast called The Catholic Forge with a friend of the show and member of the MTTG community, Eric Thompson. There are five episodes ranging from 10 to 15 minutes in length, so check it out as we go through the book of Matthew, or a few chapters in it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. And uh, shout out to uh, Eric and John, his co-host on The Catholic Forge, and then finally... A podcast episode that I listened to today, our very own Patrick was on an episode of Fortress of Nerditude. Is that correct? It was. Yeah. Shout out to Patrick's Disney stalker, Spencer Stapleton. Uh, <laughs> they had some fun little conversations about Aladdin, uh, MCU stuff. Uh, they talked about all kinds of nerdy stuff under the sun, and it was a it was a good time. And uh, with that, I think we're just going to roll right into the What's New News. And uh, Patrick, why don't you start us out, buddy? Sure. Uh, This past week, uh, my dad uh, secured tickets to the Cincinnati Cyclones, and they are the local hockey team. Uh, They're a minor league hockey team. And uh, he had secured those tickets from, from his job. And he asked me to go and he when we, we we got down there and we started chatting about hockey and he had said that he hadn't been to a hockey game in 25 plus years. So uh, it was actually pretty fun. It was there was on Thursday night uh, during the opening round of the NCAA basketball tournament. And I, I love watching the basketball tournament. I, I, I watch almost all the games. You know, I try to catch them all. At least if I don't watch it, I'll try to catch the end of it. Um, and uh, when he said that he was going to take me to the hockey game, I was like, man, I don't want to miss this, the, the, the NCAA basketball tournament because it's, you know, I, I really like it. But then I thought, thought again, I was like, you know what? How many times am I going to have this opportunity to hang out with my dad? So uh, that. I decided, yeah, so I decided to screw it, screw the basketball. I'm going to go to the game with my dad. And we had an absolute blast. It was dollar beer night. So we had a few of those for sure. Um, so that was that was actually a very good time. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Cyclones they had lost uh, two games at home all year. They played like thirty plus games, uh, and uh, yeah, they didn't win. Oh, we went to one of the losses. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Oh well, luck, luck of the draw sometimes. Those games are, are a blast, though. Like last, first of all, the last Cyclones game I went to was with Patrick. <laughs> And it was also dollar beer night. And uh, I'm seeing a pattern like, here. Most... <laughs> That's the only time Patrick goes. <laughs> dollar beer night. It was really not so much, Dad, I want to hang out with you. It was more like, oh, 
It's dollar beer night. It's not. It's not <laughs> as romantic as it sounds. There's like two choices of beer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Miller High and they are Life all and garbage beer. PBR. Nice. So Natty Light or Bush. Yeah, pretty much. All but gross. I. But on the Cyclones, like they do so much stuff, like with the fans, like it's so much fun. Like if you were like take kids there and stuff, like I had a blast the last one I went to. Like they bring people out on set, like you know uh, during like a. I don't know, break in hockey. I don't really know anything about hockey, but people are out there and they're like shoes, like trying to like play with the hockey sticks. Everybody's falling down. Like it's hysterical. Mm. Yeah. They do that. Like almost, almost every whistle they have, they do like the shirt cannons. Uh, they have, yeah. they now have the Zamboni uh, that has like an upper deck to it and people can actually ride and take what? a trip on the Zamboni. I don't know how much that costs that, or, that is so cool. or if you win a prize and you get to ride on it, but I think it's yeah. like a drawing. That is that was pretty cool. That yeah, is they do cool. A ton of stuff. Yeah. Man, I haven't been to a sporting event in so long, and you were showing the. I think on the Discord you showed the picture of the opening day picture, which I assume is from last year, because that's what you're. You're probably going to yeah. talk about that, so I won't. I won't hit any spoilers. Well, but like live events, like live sporting events, I don't care what sport it is. It's fun. And there's some facet. There's something about being with a bunch of people and watching a sport and hanging out that i just love live sporting events it's good stuff for sure yeah it's totally different i mean like trying to watch a baseball game on tv and with all the commercials and breaks in the action it kind of you know gets you disengaged from the game but when you're at the the live event uh you know with all the stuff that's on the jumbotron and and hanging out with friends it is it is it is way better when you're live in person so yeah we did that um other than that, nothing really else happened. I, I, I watched somebody on Twitch uh, all day, one day. I'm sure someone will talk about that. You uh, did, didn't you? <laughs> that, that was a great time. So we'll talk about that once we get around to, to that person. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much what uh, all I've done this past week. Um, on the gaming front, I beat Resident Evil 2. I beat both Claire Redfield's and Leon Kennedy's stories. So that is in the books. That was awesome. Was it everything um, you remembered from the original? So the Resident Evil 2, it is actually a whole entire remake. They remade this game from the ground up, and it is some of it is different, but the, gra- the biggest difference is the graphics. It looks like a current-gen game. They didn't just, just take the old you know, game and make it look better. They, they took, had a whole new... Um, perspective it was third person it wasn't those tank controls back oh in the man day. those controls those were awful so terrible yeah so it was it was way better way more way better than i expected so i had a i had a blast with that game it's one of my favorite games of all time resident evil is is, is my favorite series of all time so uh pl- replaying replaying that is awesome i still have i only have like maybe four ps2 games or was it PS1? I can't I can't see. Um, but I only have like four of them, and one of them is Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. So I held on to that one. Um, I played that, and I, I this I've, I haven't played Apex in a couple weeks. And um, I haven't played Apex and really Overwatch much the last couple weeks because I wanted to play Resident Evil 2. I really wanted to get into that and play that. Um, so after I've, after that, I decided to get into Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a lot of you know what what of apex is right now so i'm getting into that 
And then Lucas and I, we played a, a way out. We started a way out. Yeah, we did. And we started that on Friday, and we got, I guess, halfway through. Um, that game is an absolute blast. Oh, man, it's been play. so fun. I remember it was like about a year ago, Mark and I played through it, and we had a great time. And now it's awesome to replay it again because uh, it's, it's it's so it's such a cool game like it's it's like very cool yeah uh, but sometimes the actors and the animations <laughs> make it so, so ridiculous much better and so funny well it's like an episode of mystery science theater 3000 and we're like adding little commentary and making fun of them <laughs> on the side and it's it's fantastic it's really fun yeah it's a good time for sure yeah i remember i remember having a great time with that game with patrick but unfortunately the only, the main thing I remember about the story is like the very beginning scene. And I saw a little too much <laughs> yes. of one of the characters. I also and got I to like, see a little too much of the okay. character. I'm like, yeah. how do I change the camera angle? <laughs> yeah, Lucas is like, oh no, nope, we got to get from behind. Not in the front. <laughs> no front shot, no front shot. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. That's all I got. Cool. Ronnie? Noise. I did something this week. Did you now? I did it. Did it involve a, a movie? It. I did it. watch it. Okay. It. What is it? What is it? I watched Superman. I don't believe you. Lies. Here's what I will tell you. Prove it. I actually liked it because I don't know anything about Superman. And it started literally like from the ground up. You're joking. When he was no, team. you stop. You're You're going too far with this now. <laughs> Are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. <laughs> you watch Superman. So, all right. So, I liked how it started as a baby because I don't know anything about Superman at all. Nothing. Okay. Like, I never watched it when I was a kid. Like, it went through the whole progression of him being like shipped from Krypton to Earth. Like, him picking up like a car or truck, like as a toddler. Like, I thought the whole like backstory was really cool. Uh huh. You didn't watch the, the Reeves Superman, did you? I don't know what. Is there different Supermans? I have no clue. What was what was the name of this? What was the title of this particular Superman movie? Superman. Who was the actor that played Superman? Clark Kent. <laughs> Lies. All right. <clears throat> All right, the gig's up. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Oh, Patrick man. gave me cliff notes on Monday. <laughs> Patrick gave me cliff notes. Oh, gosh. I was going to say, did you read this on Wikipedia before you got on here? The funny thing is, is everybody listening can't see your guys' faces because there was a period where they're like, holy crap, he watched it. Like, what? <laughs> no, I did not watch it. I did watch a movie, though. Mm-hmm. What was that? Iron Man 2. All right, nice. What'd you think? It was really, really good, actually. Um I thought it was awesome, man. I've like really liked both of the Iron Man movies so far. So I thought one was really cool how they told like the entire story of Iron Man. And then in two, it was cool because I don't know, I guess it was more like there was so much to do with like Tony Stark and all the troubles and stuff that he was going through. Like it, it was like more of a deep kind of dive like into his character. Yeah. I guess a little bit like it brought in like his father, like partway through the movie and like the video where he's talking to his son. Like, it was really cool how all that, like, looped back around. So, but I, I, man, the action in those movies is sweet. Like, basically, like, all those, uh, like, drone robots, like, after them, they're all flying around them. 
I think the coolest part in the whole movie is when um, he's trying to get away from all the drone robots. They're all flying behind him. And I can't remember the guy's name that's in the movie, the other the other guy in the Iron Man suit. Rhodey? It's like, yeah. So he's behind him, and he's, like, locked on him. He's like, oh, I'm on your six, Tony. I'm on your six. Like, he's telling him where he's at. He's, like, the one trying to shoot him down, but he can't control the suit. Right. And he's like, he's like, hold on, this is gonna get, this is gonna get crazy. And he flies into like that globe or that like world, um, it's like a little arc like globe or whatever. Like, oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, then he like goes up, and they all fly into it and blow up. But uh, man, I really liked it. I'm, I have to say, I am totally on the Marvel movie wagon. There we go. Nice. Like, I have liked every nice. one of them so far. I'm sure there are gonna be movies I don't like as much, but for the most part, like, man, they've been really fun. Like, my buddy came over and we watched it. Um, he wants to watch all of them before Endgame, which there's no yeah, possible so you, way that you I'm better, getting there. You better get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way I'm getting there, but I probably will go see Endgame because uh, like a group of my friends will probably go. Yeah, so I'll just go watch it. And you already watched Infinity War. I think that's the most important movie to have in your back your backlog <laughs> exactly, of watched exactly movies right. before you watch yeah, Endgame. Exactly right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh actually all of my friends are like. I mean, I think everybody's like totally excited about that movie like coming out. Oh, totally. I didn't see that it's going to be like, was it like two hours long or something like that? Nope. Add another three hour. Three hours. Yeah. It's three. So that's like the longest movie ever. I saw a uh, a hilarious gif and it said, what are you going to do when you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the three hour Endgame movie? And then it was Tony Stark and he's like, I just went. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic quote. Um, but that's for me. That's pretty much all I did. I didn't really do anything interesting other than watch Iron Man. So I'll uh, hey, that's still I'll cool. throw the microphone to Mark. Give it a toss. I caught it. Got it. Yeah. All right. So um, this week, um, so on Saturday, I got the opportunity to watch a movie a little early, uh, a couple weeks early, actually. Uh, it's a little movie called Shazam. Shazam. Oh, um, nice. So, how early is this? When was it? Yeah, when is it early. supposed to come out? April fifth um, is technically when the actual release is. Of the Who movie. did you pay so, to watch this? To Get to did watch you this early. It online. I I paid Fandango. Mm. Who is this, Mister Fandango? So, she? Wouldn't oh, you like she? to know? Okay, that makes things interesting. Does your wife know about this Miss Fandango? Absolutely. She's single? <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's been around a lot. Oh, oh my. No. Oh, um, look out. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. <laughs> so, no, um... So Fandango, which is a movie ticket website. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Fandango was running this special thing where they, if you bought the tickets through Fandango, they were doing a one-day-only showing, uh, well, two two scheduled viewings, just, but just one day um, of Shazam. Um, mm. You can see it a couple of weeks early. So I happened to catch this like the day before, and I'm like, okay, we're going to see it. Because I've been I've been looking forward to to seeing it. It looks funny. It's like a combination of like the movie Big, like with Tom Hanks, but with, you have my oh, attention. Know, me too. Yeah. Yeah. But with but with superheroes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, you still got my attention. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. And I am pleased to say that the movie was excellent. Nice. Um, yeah, Good. I had now, a lot of I, fun. And you didn't sign an NDA, did you? You can tell I us all the spoilers not. and everything. Well, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Good, that was a test. You passed the test. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, the the movie was awesome. It was quite funny. All the all the actors in it, um, spot on for the characters. Um, just a lot of a lot of fun. Um, and the story was cohesive. You know, Shazam is when you think about it, he's a very sort of low level. DC character that has kind of risen in in recent years, um, but um, this is this is a role that Zachary Levi, who plays Shazam, the the adult version, mm-hmm. um, he he's born to play this role. This is this is his for sure. Um, he he did such a great job with it, and it's it's so believable. So if you're not familiar with the general character of Shazam. This magical wizard gives this little boy the power. Whenever he says the word Shazam, he transforms into this ultra super powerful superhero guy. Um, yeah, <laughs> dude. And and it's it's very believable going between um, Asher Angel, who plays young Billy Batson, and then Zachary Levi playing Shazam. You you can it feels like they're the same person. Um, even though they're obviously not, um, but it was so enjoyable. My wife and I went. We both loved the movie. Um, can't recommend it enough. I'm probably gonna go see it again opening weekend with my family. Um, I think I think DC's done a great job with this one. The fact that they've gone back to just focusing on isolated stories. Don't don't worry about the world world building right now. Um, just focus on the individual stories. I think that's, I think that's the way to go for this. And and Shazam is, it's a knock. It's one knocked out of the park that's for good sure. To hear. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I saw that on Saturday, and then went to dinner with the family uh, at La Coretta. Yeah. Afterwards, which was awesome as usual. Um, and then Sunday night. Um, my my in-laws had like a little get together at their house um uh, because i mean i know a lot of you guys uh pay attention to march madness and all the stuff going on with that um well my alma mater um liberty university um made it into the playoffs and they won their first their first round which yeah they did got my wife a um, point and i did yeah. not get a point cuz i forgot <laughs> That they were Which, your that's alma mater. The first, I know. That's their first NCAA game, playoff game they've ever won. Um, so that Congrats was Congrats nice to the Flames. Yeah. And yeah. and this after, you know, they just moved into this new conference that they're in now, and they, they won it all um, their first year. Nice. Um, so that was a big deal. And then they went into this game with Virginia Tech. So my, my parents, my, my in-laws, they decided to do a get-together. They made, like chicken and and baked potatoes and all that kind of fun stuff um and they watched the game at their house unfortunately the flames lost uh, to virginia tech um i I didn't think they were going to win but they played hard and it was pretty close until about the end they started fizzling out a little bit um but um 
you know, it was a great season for them. Typically, I don't really follow college basketball, but, I mean, it's my alma mater. So, um, it was a big deal for sure um, for everybody in this area. Um, and they had a great season. So, shout out to the Flames um, for, for having a great run. Um, and then the only, th- the only major thing that happened is today. Today, they had a day off. And so, took uh, took Mr. Cisco. Get a nice little, uh, get a little haircut. Got his, got his nail done, nails done. Got his hair did. All right. What kind of, uh, what kind yeah. of uh, nails does he have now? French. Yes, absolutely. French uh-huh. nails. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> the tout à la fruit, fingernail cut. <laughs> nah, but he he needed he needed a good fresh grooming. So uh, so I took him to do that today. He's looking. So fresh and so clean now. Is his hair all like uh, slicked back and everything? Like a mobster. Yeah. It's kind of weird to see how short his hair is. Um, just because it's been like much longer for so long. He's literally a long-haired chihuahua. So they, they cut it back quite a bit. Um, but, you know, the positive of that, of that is he won't need to get a haircut for several months. Um, so that's all good. But he's looking he's looking nice now, where and do you, he was pretty happy. Where do you take him it. to get his haircut? Do you take him to like a like a PetSmart or like a? Yeah, we have a PetSmart in our area that uh, that does grooming, so we took him there. I used to have small dogs, and we took them to get their haircut, and it's like fifty or sixty bucks. Yeah, like, it is ridiculous it is. for a small dog. Man, jeez. Yep, it was it was sixty five dollars yeah. for for a cut, uh, bath. Uh, trimmed and trimmed and and uh, grinded his nails like they have like a little machine that sort of buffs them. Um, I can and, only think uh, of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> grinding uh, his nails. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they groomed him, they washed him, they brushed his teeth, all that kind of stuff. I didn't um, know. I didn't know dogs which, had nails. Man, this is crazy. <laughs> that that's fake news. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were claws, oh, but uh, their nails. Oh man! Yeah. All right. Learn something new every Do day. You, know, so you, <laughs> you don't remember when we had our uh, improv night? Cisco showed us his fingers. Oh, his fingers. He, <laughs> he was like, "Look at my fingers." <laughs> it just made me think of that that quote from Family Guy. Well, I thought that dogs laid eggs. <laughs> And I learned something. Today. <laughs> <laughs> now we know they have fingers and fingernails. Um, <laughs> but uh, on the gaming front, have been playing the mess out of Apex Legends. Yeah, you see how quickly I moved on from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs> um But uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends with uh, Chris McCracken of Married to the Games and Sheldor from our community uh, and Married to the Games. Um, Been having a lot of fun with them. Um, That's basically all I've been playing the last week is is just Apex Legends trying to, you know, bring my levels up and all that stuff. And I actually got a couple of win. Well, got a win and then second place today just with randos. Participation um, award, congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> ribbons for everybody. Uh, but uh, I got the first game I got on today. I got a win, um, but then the next one was second place. 
Um, yep. Should have stopped after that first win. Be like, well, I'm done. Yeah. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> Going out on top. Um, but that is pretty much my week. Lucas, how was your week? Good. He sir? didn't do anything. He did nothing, right? Nothing. I did a whole <laughs> bunch of nothing. I mean, last week was only my birthday weekend. I mean, what was I going to do? Just... Actually, one of the times I joined that stream, you were doing literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, this past weekend, this past week was fine, but the highlight of this past week was the weekend because it was my birthday on Saturday. And as I told you guys last on the last show that we had, we did the Mr. Pastor Ham's Neighborhood uh, stream, and I streamed the premiere episode, and it was a blast. I probably did streaming from... Oh, my time here, it was probably 7.30, so I think it was 6.30 your guys' time for pretty much 11, 10, 11 hours. I went from 6 or 7.30 in the morning till about 4 or 5.30 uh, in the evening. Started things out just by having breakfast, had a little devotional, conversational time with those that were listening. It was just like three or four people. Uh, people like uh, Matt, Arctic Warlocks, joined pretty pretty early on. Uh, he was actually my my chat uh, what moderator, moderator, I guess, yeah. as it were. Because there would be a number of times, like the, during the entire stream, as I've talked about before, I have bad luck with streaming. So the entire stream, I'm always thinking, is the stream working? Is it working? Nobody said anything. Is it working? And Matt was always there and like, yep, we're still here. I'm like, good. <laughs> Fantastic. So he was my moderator. Uh, after breakfast and a little bit of conversation, I visited the market, bought some street produce, got some vegetables, fruit. And I also felt like a terribly amateur undercover rent-a-cop because uh, I didn't want to like go down to the market with like a phone in my hand and like showing everyone what was going on. So I took the phone and I shoved it inside of my button-up shirt that I was wearing and stuck it sideways and just kind of put it on my chest like Darth Vader or RoboCop or something. And then I just walked down and kind of just like stuck my chest out to kind of show people what was going on at the market. And uh, I'm sure people knew exactly what I was doing. I wasn't very covert about it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I totally missed that. Were you talking while you were walking? So people oh, yeah. Thought you were I was like, like mumbling to, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm just like, so there's some, there's a lady over there. I talk to her all the time. She's cool. And then there's uh, oh, some lettuce and some there's some potatoes. <laughs> like, I was like, I was picking up the vegetables and like holding them towards my chest. They just thought you were narrating so your own life. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So that was a good time. There was definitely one of the ladies that is always at the at the market. She definitely knew something was going on because she kept smiling at me every time I would like talk to myself or look around. So she knew something was going down. I didn't say anything to anybody, but I did talk in Portuguese and I tried to give the experience of being at the market. So that was fun. Uh, when I came back, I had a little conference call with a man that goes by the name of Igor. He's one of my mission coordinators that lives and serves in the Amazon rainforest. Um, so that was cool to kind of give people a, a look-see in on uh, not only me speaking Portuguese, but speaking kind of jumping back and forth between English and Portuguese with my buddy Igor. We actually both did that and talked about a bunch of different business and different things. So that was cool. And then after that, I did some dishwashing. And while I was washing dishes, what for what should have taken 30 minutes, it took an hour and a half instead because we were having all kinds of random conversations, whether it was talking about uh, ex-crushes or 
meeting a guy from Macedonia, which was really cool. Um, uh, we just had some nice chats together. Actually, Ronnie is the one who instigated the X crush dis- discussion. <laughs> Good job. And assisted me in inserting my foot in my mouth. It was good times. <laughs> Later on, I did find out that Mindy did join the stream around that time. And she said she thought she heard someone mention or heard me say something about wife or a shirt or something. So she said, I think I was there during that part of the conversation. But she said for her, for whatever reason, the sound wasn't working very well. So Good for you. That was probably, that was probably for the better. <laughs> so... <laughs> but uh, from there, I then returned back to the market to get lunch, and I got some fried cheese pastry and sugarcane juice mixed with lime juice. Gave everyone the the Brazilian typical market lunch that you can kind of get. And uh, while deflated I deflated hot pocket, yeah, uh, AKA the, the deflated <laughs> hot pocket, as Mark called it, that was a perfect name for it. Uh, the fried cheese pastry, uh, and then while I was eating that, and then afterwards, we had a little chat. Uh, about faith. I read the Bible a little bit and we made some friends with some people from Australia. So during the stream all day, like every now and again, we would get some new people jump in and they were always international folks from different countries. It was really cool. Um, Then after that, as Patrick mentioned, played a way out. That was a good mix of fun. Uh, Either playing a fun game with its colorful language and awkward prison situations. And then also making it like Mystery Science Theater 3000 and just making jokes and stuff. And then to close out the stream, I let my son trim my beard and I cut his hair for all to see. It was good times. Uh, In the end, I learned two things from this stream, gentlemen. One, I learned that we have an awesome community. Uh, Whether it was people lurking and just watching from a distance or people asking questions uh, about my life as a missionary or asking about Brazil or, or just doing, you know, having conversation. It was really cool. Uh, the second thing that I learned is that I actually prefer this type of streaming more than streaming and gaming at the same time because I find that, that, one, the chat worked way better. I never lost the chat, maybe once at the beginning, uh, but I wasn't splitting my focus. Like I was just doing my day-to-day stuff and then talking with people along the way. Uh, and, you know, you never know. Sometime in the future, maybe we'll have a second episode of Mr. Pastor Ham's Day in the Neighborhood. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I want to say that uh, after after watching, I only I caught I listened to probably about eight hours of it, but I only caught a lot, some of the video because I was I was working from home that day. Uh, but you seemed like it was like naturally your zone, like you were like chatting with people in the chat and talking with people, and you didn't lose that focus, like you had said. Um, so I, I I definitely see that's that's something that uh, that you were actually just naturally good at. Yeah, it was a blast. It was just really cool to to kind of, I don't know, just it, it was like even though people weren't there, even though I couldn't hear voices or see faces, um, just the fact that people kind of tuned in just to say hi and talk. And it was it was just really cool. It, it definitely made it was definitely a good start to my birthday weekend. And uh, and I really liked it. And I was glad that all three of you showed up at some point and said crazy stuff or said hello or or joined in. Uh, like I said, the main thing I learned is that our community is awesome, and you guys are too. So it was really cool. Uh, that night, to continue my birthday weekend real quick, the MCU rewatching continued. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which, Ronnie, you still need to watch. Um, I won't say much about it because I don't want to give away too much. It was, of course, hilarious. But I will say that based on my second viewing, I actually think I like Volume 1 better 
than volume two. You know, I actually went back but, and watched uh, the first one again. Oh, did you go I, watch it? I did it go again? back and watch it again. Um, I just felt like I, I, and I did, I missed a ton of stuff. Like when I went back through, like there are so many little things that I missed yeah. out on. So I'm really glad that I did that, but I wanted to go back and watch it again before I watched the second one. Yeah. You definitely need to watch the second one because the second one gives, gives a lot more. I think it gives a lot more character development and it, it does a lot of different things that the first one didn't do. But overall, in terms of the humor, there's the vol- volume one is the best, but volume two is still just as funny. Uh, and then the next day of my actual birthday, when I turned 37 years old, old man, I'm approaching 40 very quickly. Uh, I celebrated it in a very interesting way. We spent most of the day at an international festival at my wife and kids' school at Paca. Now, normally, spending the entire day at a school on a Saturday kind of feels like your weekend's getting stolen from you. Uh, and definitely for my wife, it was very tiring because she had to work for a lot of it. She had to sell drinks and do that kind of stuff. Uh, but I had a blast. Um, there were performances and songs uh, by the kids. Like my kids both had like little song performances. And the high school, their choir sang Africa. And I thought of you, Mark Boucher, and thought of our uh, Good Morning Guys Spotify playlist. I was yes. like, yeah, Africa. And then it got stuck in my head the rest of the day. I was singing Africa. Stop it. You're going to get it stuck in my head again. <laughs> uh, beyond that, they also had a Japanese-style percussion band uh, with the big old battle drums, you know, like, I don't know, the big battle drums. It was cool. They had Chilean dancers dancing around and having people dance from the audience. But the best part of it, the highlight, was the food because the setup of this festival was like Epcot. And I know Patrick, you just coming from Disney. You went to Epcot, right? Yeah, we did. When you yeah, we only, were at we, Disney. we didn't get to see all of Epcot because uh, it was like one big, huge circle around of a lake. And yeah. we only probably went maybe twenty five, thirty percent of the of the places because the it was the last day of Disney, and our kids were just done. They were beat. Yeah. yeah. But you did recognize, like, when you were in Epcot, all the different kiosks with the different foods from around the world, right? Yeah, we actually ate at, uh, like, one of the kiosks was, it was um, some Spanish, some Mexican food, I believe. And uh, yeah. I I had taken, you know, I've taken, like, seven, eight years of Spanish. So I know a lot of Spanish. So I told the lady, um, she, Muy bien. She's, like, she's like, hola. So I respond with, obviously, hola. And she's like, what do you want? And I was like, well... I'm going to order in Spanish and you let me know how I do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I ordered very well I done. Ordered my first thing for me and then the second meal for my daughter. And after I got done with it, I asked her, I was like, how'd I do? And she's like, first one was perfect. Second one. Eh, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Can you repeat like, oh, well, the order? Yeah, man, you... <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I couldn't tell you. Can you make? You definitely need to come visit because you you would pick up Portuguese if you have that much Spanish knowledge. So, maybe one nice tomorrow. You never know. But yeah, so (laughs) surprise. (laughs) But uh, so imagine Epcot, you know, with all the foods from around the world. But imagine it's all you can eat. You don't have to pay per food item. I'm listening. You. You, yeah, exactly. That's I was listening to when I found it out. So I, I did have to pay like a, a ticket fee. Like it was a, it was like 12 US dollars you had to pay to get admission. And I didn't find out until either the night before or the morning of 
that it was all you can eat. And I was like, happy birthday to me because <laughs> it was awesome. They had Brazilian food, Japanese food, Chinese food, Swiss, Nigerian, Greek, Italian, Indian, Mexican, and then American pies, cakes, and ice cream. Now, did they have root beer? No. Fail. <laughs> Fail. Come on, man. Sadness. <laughs> no, but it was pure madness. Like I, I reached Thanksgiving levels of food consumption. I almost slipped into a, a, a coma or whatever that is—a Thanksgiving coma, a food coma. It was amazing. And that night, Mindy had planned for us to go to a hamburger joint. And when we were leaving at like four o'clock, I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be hungry in the next twelve hours." Like, I. I have not been that full in that long in a long time. So yeah, all you can eat are dangerous, dude. And I I posted on the Discord uh, not long after all the food that I had eaten single handedly. I think I posted like twelve different dishes or ten different dishes that I ate. It was crazy. Uh, and then so I skipped dinner that night. And then after we put the kids to bed, Mindy was like, "Hey, let's watch another Marvel movie." And I was like, are you sure? She's like, I'm like, it's been a long day. She's like, yeah, let's watch Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And we put that baby in. And since it had been a long day, I was like, hey, let's watch half of it. And then halfway through, let's get some of my, she had made me peanut butter pie with an Oreo crust. And I was like, Whoa. I might not be hungry in the next 12 hours, but I am, there's always room for that. So I so said, let's watch half of it and then eat some of that pie. And then we'll go from there. So we started the movie. We watched an hour of it. I'll be honest, there were some parts that I missed because I was dozing off because we were so exhausted. Uh, and then the, uh, that we got halfway, and I paused it. And I looked over at her and said, hey, are you ready for some pie? Silence. She did not respond. So I turned on the light, and she is out like a light. And I'm like, Mindy, <laughs> Mindy, Mindy, do you want pie? No response. <laughs> wake her up. I do start pie, <laughs> or do you want to sleep? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to leave her there forever. It's going to, I don't know about you guys, but if I fall asleep on a couch or in an uncomfortable or even a comfortable position too long, I wake up with like a crick in my neck. So, yeah, that's rough. I mean, I'm almost 40, so that's rough. I didn't want that to happen to her. So I start shaking her leg and I'm like, Mindy, and she still would not wake up. Like this poor girl was so exhausted. So finally I'm like, Okay, we're going to have to wake you up. I'm like, Mindy! No, I'm just kidding. I didn't scream. I just kept shaking <laughs> her leg until she woke up, and she finally, she woke up. We had some pie. We watched an episode <laughs> of Big she Bang Theory. She woke up and ate pie. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to her ear, and I was like, peanut butter pie. And then she woke up. <laughs> She's like, what, pie? And so we, we ate some pie, and uh, we watched a little Big Bang Theory, and we went straight to bed. We actually didn't finish Thor Ragnarok until yesterday, Tuesday night. So, uh, still love the movie. It's definitely in my top five movies. Um, is yeah. that the second one? So that was one? our Saturday. That's a third Thor movie. The second one is Dark World, which to some is the worst of the Marvel movies. So, I thought The Incredible Hulk was the worst. Well, yeah. Incredible Hulk's also one that some people flip those back and forth. Sometimes they say Incredible Hulk. Sometimes they say Thor uh, the dark world. It depends on who you are. Um, but then on Sunday after that, we had our Sunday school class in English and then we went to a mall, had some burgers and then we came home and had a three hour nap. That's how I ended my birthday weekend. And it was glorious That's pretty solid. and fantastic. I know, right? That was good times. So that was my birthday weekend and that's all that really happened. I don't remember what happened before or after. Uh, but Speaking of my birthday weekend, I decided to extend it one more day 
actually three more days because we were supposed to record this the day Monday, you know, you know when it was supposed to happen, giving people a peek behind the curtain. Now it's Wednesday. <laughs> uh, but today's topic is brought to us by me because some time ago I thought, wouldn't it be cool if each of the episodes that fall closest to our birthdays, if that person could be in charge of the show topic? And it just so happens that I was the first one, which was not a part of the plan. I had actually forgotten everyone else's birthday when I was thinking about this. But here we are at our topic. It really seems like and, way this is a serious <laughs> part of your plan. <laughs> so we were doing this podcast in November and I didn't get to pick anything. Yeah, that's true. I did decide it a little later. But we're saving the best for last. It was in the calendar year. So in the calendar year... You will get to close this out in the year for your birthday episode. Oh, it's going to be a smoke show, man, when I get a chance. Oh, I bet it will. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. We'll, we'll save it. No spoilers. Funny hats. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. For an audio podcast, we're going to do all kinds of visual gags. Yep. It's going to be great. <laughs> yep. Not with this new program we're using. Man, we can start doing it's gonna video. It's going to be like spring break. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so. Uh, the topic that came to mind was friendship. Aww. I'll be there for you. That's right. I'll be there for you. You could say it was connected to last week after we had the uh, TV shows and we talked about friends a lot, but it wasn't connected to that. Uh, I had actually wanted to talk about this a little more in depth ever since we had our Connections episode many moons ago, like episode number four. Because uh, during that one, we, we talked a lot about Ready Player One, and we talked about the three things that help give us connections with people, and one of them was friends, um, having friends. And then more recently, I, I am actually in the middle of writing a sermon that I'm going to be giving this coming weekend, talking about friendship. And then finally, in my own life, uh, much of the end of 2018 and 2019 so far has just revolved around the importance of being a good friend, investing in friendships, both in the U.S. with you guys and in Brazil you know, being in a new city, trying to develop new friendships here in Sao Paulo since I've been here uh, for the past uh, eight or nine months. And then more specifically for today's topic, I wanted us to share stories and shout outs concerning our best friends in life we have had and currently have. And so with that, let's get into this topic of best friends, my friends. <music> So as usual, I think we should start out things from the very beginning. So who was your first best friend? And tell, him, tell us a little bit about that best friend. Patrick, tell us about your first best friend. Who were they? What does their daddy so, do? I don't <laughs> know. That <laughs> first best friend was a 40-year-old man. Yikes. <laughs> No, I mean, like, back at, uh, when I was young, I mean, I only was in school for kindergarten, first grade. So I really didn't have the quote-unquote time to develop a, a, a best friend when I was young. Um, right, I, when you're little, I think you, you can speak loosely or yeah. you can expand the criteria for quote-unquote best friend. But there but. was this... Uh, uh, his name is Mike. Um, 
he I met him in kindergarten in first grade and we became pretty good buddies and um, he lived just a few streets over from me and from from kindergarten pretty much all the way through high school you know I hung out with him so yeah I mean like he was only because you know I only developed any close relationships with pretty much two people when I was in kindergarten first grade uh, but he was one of the ones that uh, that we we just we just connected uh, everything that he loved I loved and it was it was actually pretty cool that uh, that we had stayed connected with each other even though we no longer went to school together you know from second to seventh grade and um, I pretty much you know I, I, I was homeschooled so um, I would have to wait until he got off of school um, and got him he got done with his homework uh, but he was he was a great great kid I absolutely uh, enjoyed being around him uh, he had his brother um, he had uh, what disease was it um, where he couldn't walk um, I can't remember what it's called uh, but he like, because his, his he was his older brother and he pretty much had to take care of him um, hmm. so that, uh, him ha- having to take care of his older brother because he was, you know, bound to a wheelchair, um, like you know, cerebral palsy. I, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean like I, I wouldn't mind going over to, to his house because, you know, his, his brother, although he was bound to a wheelchair, you know, it kind of, kind of opened my eyes a little bit. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter what what uh, someone has or someone does or what they look like or whatever. Uh, so uh, him, him like bringing me in and showing me, um, uh, you know, his life uh, and his family and how he carries himself. I get that. I think that was the reason why it brought me closer to him and why we stayed best, you know, best friends for so long. Cool. Mark, how about you, man? So I had basically from first grade, I think, um, a a best friend, uh, his name was Colin, and um, he lived one street down from me, and I think from like first grade, pretty much through high school through my senior year, uh, he was pretty much my best friend. Um, you know, obviously I had I had I had other friends as well, good friends of mine. But he was one that was like pretty much consistent throughout my growing up period. Um, you know, we we used to do everything together. Like I would constantly get on my bike and go over to his house, and we'd play video games at his house and stuff. And um, you know, we'd have sleepovers and and all sorts of things like that. Um, my first concert, I think he went. Yeah, I think he went with me to that which incidentally was weird al um nice nice. yeah (laughs) that's a good first concert to go to um but um you know we were we were best buddies throughout um my childhood um you know through high school uh we were in a like a, a a sin i guess it might be a little bit of a spoiler for whenever we get to the high school episode um I did a lot of like choral stuff, like um, you know, singing groups and stuff like that um, in high school as part of the music department. He was part of that as well. 
Um, so we did all that stuff together. Um, yeah, he was pretty much, pretty much my, my, my best friend throughout all of those years. And unfortunately when we went off to college, we kind of went our separate ways. Um, and I haven't talked to him in quite a while. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Lucas. Yeah. Your best friend. My best friend. Well, my best friend went by the name of Matt Lynn. He was my neighbor. And uh, I remember when I was like three or four, maybe four. Three's a little early. When I was probably about four years old, um, I remember there was an old couple that lived next door to us. And they had a German Shepherd, which was cool. But later, uh, probably right before I turned five, they moved. And a new family came. And that new family was the Lynn family. And they still live there to this day. And they had uh, they had an, a, a daughter that I didn't know very well that was older. Um, and then they had a son named Matt. And he was my neighbor pretty much until I moved out when I was 18. Uh, he wasn't my best friend for the whole time that I, that I lived there. Uh, just kind of life phases and different things kind of, you know, changed the what our friendship looked like, but he was definitely my first best friend. Uh, it was partially friendship out of circumstance. We were neighbors and we were like, want to, want to play with GI Joes, want to, you know, smash bugs. You want to, you know, what do you want to do? You want to eat some sand? Let's do it. <laughs> and so <laughs> that was a, you know, you're four or five years old. That's the kind of stuff you do in West Virginia. We just eat mud, eat sand, crush bugs, GI Joes, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, he was, he was my buddy and, uh, we, uh, we hung out. I mean, that was pretty much back in the day when you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have, I mean, you had Nintendo, um, you had video games, you had TV, but that was what you did at night or you did when uh, you did at night when you couldn't be outside. Like his mom was super protective. So pretty much he was the kid that I've talked about in the past that he decided how far we could ride our bikes (laughs) and And as soon as the sun started to disappear, like we would either have to be on the back porch or he would have to go inside. Like pretty much his mom dictated what everybody else in the, in our group of kids did because we, we were kind of limited by what she could do, but he was still really fun to hang out with. And we did all kinds of crazy stuff uh, together, but that was my first bread, my, my first best friend, Matt. How about you, Ronnie? So my first best friend's name is Kevin. Um, I think I, I became like really good friends with him a little bit later. I mean, I think I was in maybe like the fifth grade. So I think the first time I had ever like met Kevin, we played on the same basketball team. I think it was fifth grade, possibly sixth grade. Well, we didn't win a single game. We were like the worst basketball team ever. Nice. I was a part of those kind of teams. And we back apparently in the day. bonded over this. <clears throat> so I was best friends with Kevin. Um, I mean, really, I, I still am friends with him. He was he was the best man at my wedding, and um, you know, I still I still see him from time to time. Not I don't you know I don't hang out with him as much uh, anymore. Um, but he's gone on to be you know get married and stuff like that. But um, a funny story about Kevin. Here's how you know when you have a best friend is back when I got married. I got married in Florida, and we got married on the beach. So me and Kevin were standing on the balcony of like the beach house that we were staying in and they're setting up all the chairs and stuff for the wedding down there. 
and we're like I'm already like dressed for the wedding and he's dressed for the wedding too and uh he's like just so you know it's not too late I was like I'll get you out of here (laughs) right here right now let's go (laughs) Like, thanks, man, but I'm gonna go through with it. <laughs> In retrospect, maybe maybe not a great decision, but um, but yeah, he was uh, he was my he was my best friend for really most most of my life that I can remember, um, and I still you know I still see him from time to time now. So nice. Well, Travis Popsicle, he wanted to know some more details about our relationships, not just with our first best friend, but any of our best friends, and he said. How much trouble did you get in with your best friend? I met my friend Bubba in seventh grade and have been friends ever since. I'm absolutely positive that we caused our parents to freak out just a little. My parents always said that he was a bad influence on me and his parents said the same. We kind of burned down a tree in my backyard along with the barn a few days later. It was constantly entertaining ourselves by causing trouble. We were both very much into cars, so that was our lives whenever we had a chance, and also video games. We always chose a different console so we could play to everything. I had the Nintendo systems. He had Genesis and TurboGrafx. Tons of memories, tons of laughs, tons of having each other's backs. Nice little rhyme there. We both have families now, so we see each other once a year or so, but we talk daily. When we do get together, it's like no time has passed. Did he say they kind of burnt down a tree? Is there a kind of? Uh, let me see. Here. <laughs> Just kind of singed it a yes, little bit. Yes, ki- they kind of burned down a tree. I think that means along that with did. the barn, <laughs> along along with kind of burning down a barn. That is correct. <laughs> Which means they definitely did. Yep. Like half of it burned down. <laughs> Apparently, it's just kind of burned down. Did it didn't bur- totally burn down. The police officers just browned did you burn a little bit. Down that barn, kind of. just kind of burned it down Uh, it's a smidge of burnt I don't know to add to this uh, a friend of the Nova Cells and possibly friend of the show Aaron Giddy Giddy I think I'm saying that right had this to say am I saying that right Patrick Giddy yeah that's like I guess a shortening of her last name okay fair enough uh, fair enough. Oh, <laughs> fair Thanks. enough. Thanks, Arctic Warlocks. <laughs> <Warlock. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she also had similar craziness to share. She said, our crew made epic videos through high school. I remember spraying a full can of hairspray in Melanie Novosel's hair, using the hairdryer on it to make it stand straight up to make one of our best of the better episodes where she was a monster. I also recorded Elizabeth Aaron Edwards going through Wendy's drive-thru dressed like a cowgirl on our magical unicorn kid's riding stick, stick with unicorn head. The unicorn made many appearances out of my sunroof whilst driving around. Oh, and add on some epic scavenger hunts with all of us. They were intense. So with Travis and Aaron's comments, uh, what kind of trouble or crazy stuff did you get into with your best friend or group of friends? Oh, man. Uh, we shop. We shoplifted Pokemon cards. Oh snap! Breaking the law. Breaking Whoa. the law. Look yeah, out! And uh, we we kind of got caught. Oh man! Um, you spend get of? some jail time going. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> kind of kind of we kind <laughs> of got yes. caught. <laughs> yeah, un- unfortunately, we were stupid and <clears throat> stole Pokemon cards from this little like collector's store, and the the store owner caught us. Um, you know, he didn't press any charges, um, but obviously we were banned from that store. Um, I don't think that store exists any longer. Too many people um, stealing from it? But <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, 
Yeah, so my I think I, I shared with you guys that on a previous episode that um, my my parents tried to tried to basically put the fear of God in me by bringing me to the police station and and having this officer basically scare me. Um, Did it work? I think I shared that on a previous episode. Well, that that was because of the situation mm, with the Pokemon with my cards, Colin. Yeah, and so my Pokemon cards went bye bye. My consoles went bye bye for a while, Uh-oh. Um, and I was not allowed to hang out with Colin for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty. That's a pretty legit story there. I um, did not get into much trouble at all as a kid. I think I mentioned like a few podcasts ago that as a kid, I was always like terrified of authority. Mm. Like I was scared to get in trouble as a kid. So as a kid, I never got into like any trouble. Not until obviously I got older and now I realize the rules don't really apply. They're just guidelines, suggestions. Exactly. Yep. How about you, Patrick? Oh man. (laughs) Which one do I want to talk about? So top three. Back, back oh, in talk high about school. the bank heist one. Oh no. I'll tell you about a heist though. <laughs> <laughs> so back in high school, uh me and a group of guys, uh our sole purpose on the weekends was to make uh other people's lives awful. Nice. <laughs> to where what a goal. To All where right. we would Man, I'm not going to say that one. Forget that one. <laughs> no, it's too late. You already started. Confession time. Oh, geez. Just, okay, yeah. Back to the confessions good episode. For the soul. Should I wait for, this, for the confessions episode? Or you guys want to hear my top three right now? I'm sure you have plenty to confess. Go ahead with this one and then save the others for later. All right. So the first so the first one, we would take, we would take um, poop from yeah. the neighbor's dog, <laughs> throw M80s in the middle oh, of it. Oh, no. Find, <laughs> I was a horrible, I was a horrible kid. High schooler, uh, high schooler, teenager. <laughs> we would find an open and unlocked door of a car. No. Oh, my god, That is disgusting. No way. Anybody ever punch oh, you in the face? Oh, man. So, so bad. Anybody ever punch you in the face? Oh, man, I should have been. Jeez. I was, oh, gosh. Uh, but I oh, then, so there was there was one time <laughs> where uh, same group of guys, but one of the one of the guys, his mailbox got uh, pretty much bashed in. It looked like it had taken someone had taken a baseball bat and just probably one of the people that you threw poop in their car <laughs> and they got you back. <laughs> we, de- we deserved it. Yeah, we definitely deserved that. Yeah. Had it coming. So uh, so one weekend uh, we decided to get him a new one. But instead of buying him one, we just found one of the nicest ones we could find. Oh no! Just tore it out of the out of the ground and put Jeez. it right where it, his used to be. <laughs> so apparently, it was not concreted into the ground. Oh no, no, no! It was one of those wooden ones. But it was really nice. It was like a barn. It was oh man! Did you guys leave the numbers on it? Did it have like, the numbers from the other house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, no, it didn't. So we had put it right back there, and his mom's like, "Hey, where'd this come from?" And he's like, "I don't know." And he wasn't there. We were just—it was like a little surprise for him. But his mom told us that we had to take it back and put it back and apologize. (laughs) Did you apologize? We had to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, well, we got in some trouble. Some serious trouble. 
shouldn't have that done is it. crazy there was one there was one time we went we uh went out and we were walking around and there was an open garage so we decided to go in the garage oh, <laughs> we get in the car and there is a sheriff's hat sitting on the dashboard oh my god <laughs> we saw that and we left yeah that was probably a smart <laughs> move yeah oh my gosh yeah i was a bad kid dang that's time. crazy I would yeah. have been terrified. I would have never even walked up the driveway. Mm. Nope. That's crazy. I've only done that uh, checking people's cars one time in college when we were going on out on uh, security runs, as we called it, uh, where we would pretty much just leave our dorms. Because I, I went to a Christian school where after, I think, midnight usually or 1 a.m., you weren't allowed to leave the dorm. So we would go on these security runs where we would pretty much just run around campus and make security chase us. And I remember one time we, we went into the parking lot and we started testing cars to see which, which ones were unlocked. And we would get sticks and shove them in between the seat and the horn. And then we would lock the car doors and then they would just be honking <laughs> the night away. Just like, <laughs> like it just stay like that until the people came out and unlocked their car and turned it off. Good times. Um, with my best friend, Matt, when we were five years old, before we started kindergarten, um, one day we were playing croquet and we, for whatever reason, we decided croquet was too boring of a game to play. So I don't remember who said it first, but one of us said, let's be lumberjacks. And then one of us said, I don't know if it was me or him. One of us said, Hey, there's a tree right there. Let's chop it down. And it was my mom's dogwood tree. And so we took our axes, our croquet mallets, and we just started going to town on this dogwood tree. And bark was flying everywhere. Like we exposed the whole stump, like the whole bottom half of it. We busted a hole in it. And the only reason we stopped from cutting down this tree, at some point I thought we were actually going to be able to cut down the tree. I was five years old, so (laughs) go figure. With a croquet Uh, mallet? Yeah, with croquet mallets. It seems like that would take forever. Well, of course, it would, it would never happen. But when I was five years old, I was like, I think we're going to do this. And then, <laughs> I think we got this. We already, we already took some bark off this thing. And, uh, well, we didn't get it because then the croquet mallet broke. One of our croquet mallets broke. And from there, we knew we had crossed the line. And so we went back to the croquet mallet, or the croquet set, and we put the, the head back on the croquet mallet, put it back, and we left it alone. And then we went on our merry little way. We decided we weren't going to be lumberjacks, and we went and did our own thing. And probably an hour later, I hear my, nail, my, I hear my name yelled, full name, Lucas Ham Swisher. And it's my mom. And oh, she man. said, what? Full name. What? Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, when you, get, when you get full named, you're done. Complete name is your toast. And she's like, what did you guys do to this tree? And I said, we tried to chop it down. She's like, why? Why did you do that? I was like, we were lumberjacks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you're in trouble. And I'm like, well, Matt did it with me. It was fine. Oh, throw him so under I the threw bus. him under the bus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't going down alone. It's all his idea. <laughs> yeah, it was his idea. I don't know if I went so far as to say it was his idea. So that was the first time I remember getting put in timeout. Two months later, the dogwood tree dies. <laughs> oh, you guys gosh. did chop it down. We killed the dogwood tree with croquet mallets. And my, I, I don't think my mom ever forgave me. 
She always loved me, but I think at least once a year it would come up how I killed the dogwood tree. Did you ever get in trouble for the croquet mallet that you just left like sitting on top of the pole? No. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever used the croquet mallet again. <laughs> it just got left there. No, the, the dogwood tree definitely died and along with our dreams of becoming lumberjacks. Uh, like the elusive man. Yeah, we were too good, except we took us two months to kill the tree. I don't think that was the point. I was going to say, you played the long game with that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, we did. They were like, timber! The tortoise Check in the hair, in two my months. friend. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Slow and steady. Uh, the elusive man on the Discord, he wanted to chime in with some best friend stories. He said, I had a group of friends throughout grade school, uh, all the way to high school, adding and subtracting some through the years. While there are many good fun memories like converting the basement of our apartment building into a haunted house for Halloween, there were more bad than good. Like how I was never the type to have girlfriends growing up. I was always shy, and when I liked a girl, I never jumped on it. I always told my friends about the girls I liked and how I wrote poetry for them and how I was into them, and, and it never failed, never failed that a friend of mine from my circle would start dating that girl that I oh, liked. Oh, gosh. As if they didn't like them until I opened their eyes to show them how awesome they were. <laughs> they always came over to my house. I was the leader of the group and hugged and kissed and did all that teenager crap with the girls I liked right in front of me. And they wonder why I moved away and never looked back and don't call or text. Text. Well, joke's on them because I'm living the freaking life off in Wonderland with Alice and two kids and a happy marriage while they're all single parents. Booyah! Thanks, oh, Karma. <laughs> And then he said in parentheses, I'm just kidding, Karma. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, Joke's, on you. <laughs> Joke's on you guys. So, Did you see his second comment there? Yeah, he said, uh, by the way, thanks for the sad repressed memories you guys keep bringing up. My therapist will be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Los. Uh, so Los's story got me to thinking about, did you guys ever have any failed friendships? That uh, didn't just didn't work out. And you can change the names if you don't want to reveal any identities. Uh, but this is a chance maybe to get things off your chest. Did you have any failed friendships, best friends that didn't get past a certain point because something happened? Uh, share with share with the group. I certainly did. Um, I had some some good friends that I I grew up with. They were like three or four streets down from me. Um, it was a whole family, and we were good friends with them. Um, two of the, the boys in the family, they were my good friends. They would come over to our house. I would go over to their house. You know, we'd have sleepovers all the time. Um, you know, all sort, we did all sorts of stuff together. Um, and then right around probably middle school, which is like right around the time where like cliques start to form. Yep. And you kind of go off and do your own thing. Um, well, that's it. Started to happen with with um, myself and these guys. They kind of went off, and they were more of like the jocks, um, whereas I was not. I was more of the nerd slash, um, you know, music geek kind of person. And we both kind of went our separate ways. Um, unfortunately, I haven't talked to them in quite a while, and. Um, the hardest part was in college. Um, I I found out that one of the one of the boys that I hung out with when I was a kid, uh, unfortunately, he was at a party, and they started playing 
Russian roulette. Oh no! With a ha- with a handgun. Jeez. Um, and he didn't realize that the gun was loaded, and unfortunately, it went off, and he passed away. Um, so that was that was really rough to hear. Um, the other boy I hung out with is is you know he's still alive and and doing okay as far as I know, but um, you know there's just kind of forming of clicks and stuff like that yeah we just kind of went our separate ways um you know i'd see them and talk to them every so often but um after they kind of went their way and i went mine it was like we never we never really hung out um so but yeah (laughs) it was kind of it's kind of rough to hear that but um you know we had some we had some awesome times together for sure Mm -hmm. what about the rest of you guys did you have any any yeah, stories I, to share about that? Yeah, I did have one. Um, I guess this was d- mostly during high school. Um, one guy that I hung out with a lot. Um, I, I mean, I guess you could say, like, you know you know how people, like, kind of friends come into your life for a period of time and, you know, sometimes go away. It was, it was one of those scenarios. So for a couple of years, I was pretty good friends with him. But we argued about everything nonstop. Like, it was, like, just... Like I, I would consider myself like a little bit on the competitive side, but like with with him, like we were just both like super competitive, and it was like always like bickering back and forth and stuff. And yeah. eventually, it was just you know something that really wasn't overcome. So, and I still, you know, still friends with him on Facebook and stuff like that, and see you know his pictures and stuff. Still like on good terms. We just, man, we were always bickering back and forth. Patrick, how about you? Um, I can't really think of any necessarily failed friendships, um, but like I said, was pre- previously said, uh, some friends, you know, they come into your lives and they kind of drift away uh, for one reason or another. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say those were failed friendships. It's just, you know, the life happened kind of thing where you're being pulled in all different directions and, and things happen where, you know, people go off to college or go to different high schools move um and things like that where you just kind of like drift away for one reason or another yeah i uh i'd say overall that that's been my experience too uh just it's just like the ebb and flow in life or the you know you move or you go to a different school or go to brazil college like you guys mentioned go to brazil uh yeah uh but actually in i remember in middle school there was a group of friends that uh, I had made during middle school that I I would say that of my group of friends I've had throughout my life that they were the most they were probably the closest to the type of friends that you talked about Patrick kind of troublemakers uh, you know we kind of did our own thing and we got in our own kind of trouble in different ways um, not not throwing poop bags in people's cars yeah, I don't and recommend exploding that. them but no <laughs> definitely not uh, but at some point I kind of decided that. I needed to change groups, yeah. <laughs> like friendship groups. I realized that it was becoming toxic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really was taking, this was probably in eighth grade, like I was really starting to take my faith in Christ seriously. And I was like, these don't work together and I don't know what to do. And I found that, you know, I pretty much had to say, we can't be friends anymore. And I don't remember how that all went down, but, you know, I know that I communicated to them that I just couldn't. You know, and I don't even remember what I said or what led, but just 
one week we were friends, and then the next week when I realized over a weekend or a, maybe it was a summer, I don't know, uh, we just kind of got to, back together at school, and it was like, this isn't going to work. I can't do this anymore. And uh, I'm, th- I'm, I'm glad to say that it actually didn't stop there. Like, it didn't end in a negative way because then, like 10 years later, when I, after I was married and I had just moved back to West Virginia, um, I ran into one of the guys that had been in the group and he actually was driving down the street and he stopped his car in the middle of the street and backed up and he said, Lucas Swisher. I'm like, and then I said his name. I was like, well, I could say his first name. I said, Derek. He's like, yeah. He's like, how you doing, man? I'm like, well, you know, we had small talk and stuff. And he said, and I'm like, so what are you up to now? And he's like, well, I'm a Christian. Like, I'm a diehard Christian, and it's mainly because of you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean it's because of wow. me? And he started to tell me about how back in middle school when I had kind of just said, you know what? I can't be your friend anymore because of my faith. He was like, I thought that was the biggest load of crap you could ever say. He's like, and then I watched your life through high school, and I was always like, there's something different about this guy. And then I, you know, I went off to college and he went off to college and just some stuff happened in his life and he, he found, God found him and he became a Christian and now he's got two or three kids, a happy marriage and he's a, he's living for God and uh, just a diehard guy for Christ. And uh, that was one of the, that's probably the exception to the rule of failed friendships, but that was one that. I, I always think of that, you know, that God can make good out of even the worst situation. So it was so cool that that ha- that, that happened with Derek. It's awesome to hear. So, That's yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, Upper Balcony Podcast on Twitter, at Upper Podcast, they wanted to give a shout-out to their bestie. Uh, she said, shout-out to my bestie who lives in another state, met through email uh, or work, and insuperable since. I think she meant inseparable. Sorry, upper balcony. <laughs> podcast partner Annie. Our phone names are Tina and Ames at the Upper Podcast. Uh, so those are maybe some of our newer listeners. Uh, some of our older, one of our older listeners, Shelter, Jonathan. Shelter. He said, Shelter. <laughs> that there, Shelter. Sorry, Shelter. Uh, he had this to say on the Discord. He said, "It's funny how perfect." Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. This isn't right. I should not be reading this right now. I hate you so Mark, much. <laughs> what did what did Shelter say? I think I just accidentally deleted his message. Do you have the backup message for that? I still have it up here. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Read that for us. Oh, okay. So this is a work of art. This one, <laughs> and I'm gonna read it. And I'm gonna read it verbatim. You hear me, Sheldor? Jonathan. Shelter. Verbatim. Shelter. <laughs> it's funny how prefect <laughs> that picture goes with my story. One of my closest friends I have is someone for the first few years we know each other, we really didn't get along at all. After our freshman year of high school, it changed so drastically. It is too, T.O., long of a story to tell about all the reasons why this happened. Maybe I'll tell it on a later date. For now, I will say it was pretty much just, hey, we're friends now. It was sudden. So my question is, <laughs> do you have a friend today 
that was one day not your friend, and then the next was. <laughs> <day. laughs> Fallow, F-A-L-L-O-W, Fallow up. Lucas didn't get to sing the theme to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and I know I speak for all. We want to hear the four of you sing it. Mark. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a first Emmy right there. Emmy. (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) Let me me just (laughs) calm down. He's pulled all of his hair out. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I think a portion of... Uh, Mark's soul has just been splintered off. He has a f- horcrux somewhere. I, I was going to say, I this. feel like Voldemort. <laughs> like right Voldemort. Your soul has been split. Oh, man. Well, before we get into Shelter's question, I had one thing to say or sing. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a time called Bel-Air. boop 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 in West Philadelphia, born and raised in a playground where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. I was a four cab, and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, now nah, forget it. You're home to Bel Air. I pulled up to a house about seven or eight, and I yelled to the cabbie, Yo, home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Oh, it just hurt my neck. <laughs> Moving my head like Will Smith. <laughs> All right, now on to Jonathan's question after those shenanigans. Uh, let's. Was there a question in there? <laughs> you know what, Mark? Why don't you read that for us again? Please reread. And so we can see. Please it's reread. It's funny how brief that is. <laughs> so I think the way we're going to answer Jonathan's question, who is and are or are your best friends now? In life, who be who have survived? Your best friend. Who be who be your your prefect best friends? Best friends, tell us about them. F R A N S friends. You can tell a little anecdote of what makes them so special, but uh, share about who your best friends are. Perfect shout out moment. Um, for me, I can go first. Uh, my it. best friend is Chris Pennington. He has been my best friend for. Let's see, 15, 15 years, which is funny because when we, when we were both in middle school, we had gone to different schools. But when we got to, got to high school, we went to the same high school. And in freshman year, uh, we hated each other. And there was really no nice. reason that we hated each other. Uh, we still talk about it to this day. Like It was so weird. Like One of those things is just like the way he was – and the way I was, we didn't really mesh in any way. And uh, what his interests were and what my interests were, our, both of our humors were like, it would just rubbed us the wrong way. And uh, so we, we did not like to be around each other in freshman year. And so fast forward to sophomore year, uh, I can't, we, we, there was this, the movie came out, Dude, Where's My Car? And we were talking <laughs> nice. about it. We're like, let's let's go see, dude. Where's my car? And another a couple other people said, yeah, let's go see that. So 
we go see Dude Where's My Car and we have an absolute blast. And from nice. that moment on, I knew that I didn't hate this guy. I, I he he likes everything that I like. He we have the same interests. I don't. We were just like one of those things where you just look at someone, you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but once I got to know him, I was like, oh, I don't need to. Punch. I don't want to punch this guy in the face anymore. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like ever since high school, um, he's. He would have uh, parties at his house every Friday night without fail. Um, whether there's going to be three people there or 30 people there, um, he would have a, a party every Friday night. And um, at this point, we had talked about, uh, about me meeting and having uh, the, my, our first date, quote-unquote first date with, with Mel. Uh, but uh, it wasn't until uh, that, we, that Mel was, went to uh, – Chris's Friday night birthday, Friday night birthday, Friday night parties. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, so that night Mel and I just talked all night and I, I pretty much owe it to Chris for having those parties. Otherwise I wouldn't have that opportunity to, uh, to talk to Mel the entire night. Um, so yeah. Um, but after that, uh, it kind of went downhill from there because once I started dating Mel, I kind of like put all of my effort, all of my energy, all my time into hanging out with her. So for like the next year, we kind of had a a little bit of of falling out because he kind of wanted, you know, he wanted to hang out with me, but you know, I wanted to hang out with Mel. I was like, I was totally infatuated. I was totally in love with her and I couldn't see past my, you know, my own front nose that, Hey, you know, you have other friends that really want that, you know, that rely on having, having you in their lives and all that stuff. So, um, we had a little bit of falling out. I didn't realize that. So that was like junior year. I didn't realize what I was doing um, until we got to pretty much, you know, like I guess halfway through senior year, like, oh my gosh, you know, like what am I doing? You know, I've lost some of these friends that uh, because I've, you know, my best friend was now this, my girlfriend at the time. Right. Um, so I reconnected with them halfway through him halfway through senior year. Um, and we've been, we've been best friends ever since. It's uh, I, I I can't I can't imagine uh my life without him. Um, you know he's the one that we hang out. We still hang out on Friday nights. Every Friday night, you know he comes over and we just couch co op some some games. Um, nice. But there was times eat a bunch of hot sauce. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's he's one of the guys. <laughs> well, even though even though he thinks that the, the um. Uh, the Frank's uh, hot sauce is hot for him. So uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. But we ha- that's hilarious. And we our our uh, our relationship was is had had its ups and downs. Um, you know, like he he had cancer, and um, I was there for him. You know, for for a lot of that, um, and uh, you know, just like what best friends do. You know, you be there for you know, through thick and thin. You know, you want to be there for him. Um, and then I would say maybe a few years after that, something had happened that I don't think I'm going to, uh, pretty much, I don't think I'm going to say because a little, it's a little too personal. Um, but, uh, we had a little bit another falling out to where I didn't talk to him for like a year, you know, I shut him off, wow. you know, block his phone number, you know, blocked him on Facebook him and all that stuff where, you know, I was, I was like, I have kids. Um, I, I, I can't have, it can't have this negativity in my life. You know, I have other things I got to worry about. And then, um, you know, I had that, uh, I had that, you know, I would pray about it all, I mean, it's all the time. And, you know, there was one time that God spoke to me like, Hey, you need to reach out to him. 
And so mm. I finally reached out to him and, you know, he, he really needed me and I didn't realize how much he needed me, um, and how much I really needed him. Um, so mm. you know, we went through, we went through, so, uh, you know, a tough time, you know, with, with, with Chris, I, uh, I goof off a lot. You know, we usually don't have very serious talks, but we had some serious talks, um, when we, when I had reached out, which was absolutely awesome, which kind of like strengthened our relationship. We have a lot of history together, yeah, definitely. a lot of history together, um, a lot of laughs, a lot of serious, a lot of, a lot of stuff that happened in our lives. Um, people dying, um, you know, people moving away and things like that. So, um, me hmm. and him have been pretty much inseparable. You know, he's, he was my best man at my wedding. I was my, I was his best man at his. Um, so, so yeah, we've, yep been 15 plus years and still my best friend i don't like i said i don't think i'll ever be able to live without him because he's he's my guy he's my guy nice well i'll i'll chime in there because i had a similar experience with my current and longest friend uh longest best friend um uh his name is tom snyder and uh he he and i did not start off on the right foot uh, when we were in middle school, he was kind of this, how do you say this nicely? He was just this fat, annoying kid that just followed people around. How do I say this nicely? No, he was just like, he he was a kid that he he kind of like, when... I don't know, like when your voice is developing, like he had a different voice. I don't know if that makes sense, but the way he talked and like the 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 way his personality was, like it, it could really get under your skin. And he he had his friend at the time, like in middle school, was uh, another kid that he kind of lived in his shadow. And he like he kind of tried to do the things that that kid did and he tried to copy him. And uh, but he lived on my street. And he would walk to, once we started high school, he would walk with me and, you know, my, my best friend that I talked about before, Matt, uh, we would walk to school cause it was only like 15 minutes away and I got to know him and I did not like him. Like he was, you know, he said he went to church, but then he talked about stuff and did stuff that I was like, well, that doesn't match. And at that time in high school, like I was actually trying to kind of live my faith out and trying to figure out how to be like a genuine Christian and a teenager and, you know, be cool in some ways. Uh, and so trying to figure that out, like both he and Matt, like they would just talk about crazy stuff sometimes. And I would just be, you know, walking with them to, to school. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to listen to this. And, you know, sometimes I'd laugh, but so, a lot of times I would try to like steer the conversation in a different way. Well, one day he was talking about church and I was like, how can you, how can you go to church and talk the way you talk? And he's like, what do you mean? What's, what's what me going to church and the way I talk have to do with anything? And so I read him Ephesians chapter f- three or four. Uh, it's, I'm drawing a blank on the, the scripture reference, but it's let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only that which is uplifting to others and encouraging and, and those kind of uh, good things. And so I read that verse to him and he, and instead of being like defensive, he was like, huh, I never knew the Bible talked about like day-to-day moral things. Like I thought it was just a book about stories and, and God telling us not to do this and do that and, you know, all kinds of really strict, you know, moral code things. I had no idea it talked about those kind of things. And from there it piqued his interest and eventually 
he was the first person that I, I, I witnessed to like the first person that I led to Christ that I shared my faith with him and he responded and from freshman year in high school until now, we've been accountability partners. We've been uh, best friends, like talking about God, having those serious talks that you talked about, Patrick. Like we did that pretty early on. Once he found his faith, once he, he gave his life to Christ, um, we, we, were, we were brothers. We were eternal brothers. And so um, over, throughout all of high school, through college, like even though we went to totally different colleges, uh, we always kept in touch. And then, of course, when I moved back, we picked things up where we left off. And uh, he's, you know, we've had our high times and our low times. We've had difficult times uh, in college. I single-handedly destroyed uh, his relationship with uh, the girl that he had been dating since high school, um, pretty much by just telling them through an email that they were sinners. <laughs> Like, I don't know that I said it that way, but pretty much I said, I pretty much like confronted them with their relationship and said, you guys, uh, you, you guys seriously should think about, are you following the will of God? Like that's, I just needed to get their attention. And it wasn't like, I thought I wasn't trying to tell them that they were going to burn in hell or something like that. It was just like, they were in such a toxic relationship and I confronted them about it and they broke up. They were both mad at me. Uh, you know, he didn't talk to me for a while, but eventually he came back around and then when he did find the woman of his dreams, his current wife, uh, I was the best man at his wedding. He was the best man at my wedding. Uh, funny story, when he first found out that I was engaged, he was actually a little jealous. <laughs> and instead of congratulating us when we showed like showed him the ring and that we were engaged, he just walked out of the room. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? <laughs> and I think it was just kind of like he would, just wasn't mentally prepared because, you know, when we were in high school, like we relied a lot on each other. And when I moved away to go to college, it was pretty tough uh, for both of us. And uh, well, then when I got engaged, he was just like, well, this is sealed the deal. We can't be friends and talk every week and do all these kinds of stuff. And it was just kind of like it was kind of like Chandler and Joey and friends. It was like, you're not being replaced. You're still my best friend, best friend forever. So don't worry about it. Uh, but he's, he's an awesome guy. And, uh, it's, it's always been kind of like when I'm low, he's high. When I'm high, he's low. When I'm having a hard time, he, you know, he kind of helps me man up and it's like, pull it together, man. Let's do this. You know, you're, you're saved by grace. Keep moving forward and, and just all those good things. So, uh, he's, he's my best bud. So cool. how about you other two? Who's your best friend? I don't think I have a a best friend like that where like I um was like had an issue with them and then they became my best friend. I don't I don't think I have anything like that. But I will shout out uh, my current uh best friend um <laughs> for those not watching at home, Patrick is currently pointing <laughs> at himself. <laughs> Thinking that I'm going to choose him as my best friend. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> no, you are all you are all my. See, you can use the word the, the name best friend like interchangeably. Like technically, y'all are my best friends, but um, right back at you. But all, at the same time, and I'm going to say this, just putting it out there. Technically, my wife is my best friend. Um, but I Amen guess other that. than my wife, yeah, other than my wife, um, my best friend is, uh, his name is James. Um, he has been my best man twice. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we've been through a lot of good times and bad times, you know, when he, when I'm struggling with something and when he's struggling with something, um, we always, you know, text or, or talk to each other or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he'll ask me, you know, can you pray for me? I'm dealing with this, um, and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he's just, we've just been there for each other through a lot of stuff. Um, and, um, I'm thankful to have him as a, as a friend. Um, unfortunately our, our hangout times together have been a, a little bit less since I got married, but that's, I mean, that's just part of it. Comes with the territory. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I mean, we still meet for, for dinner and stuff like that. And, um, we still text each other and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Shout outs to James, big James. Nice. So my best friend is my cat. All right. No, yeah. No, not really. No. <laughs> um, your best friend wrote me out. So I, I actually have uh, two two friends that I'm really close to, and it's it's funny how things it's funny how things end up working out in life because I was friends with them, you know, through my marriage and you know all of that, and since you know since I since I got divorced like this past I don't know year and a few months. I basically just got really close to them. So their names are Chad and Justin. Um, I graduated with Justin for people that know me listening to this podcast. We don't actually call him Justin. His last name is Cybert. So we just call him Cybert. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, I'm, I recognize that name. Yeah. He's asking, I think he's, I think he's put in a couple questions for our podcast in the previous episodes, but uh, I went to high school with him. We graduated together, and the funny thing is, is, I was friends with him in high school, but I was not very close friends with him. You know, it was kind of a friends. You know, he was associated with other friends, and you know, we ended up at the same place a few times and all that. But um, it was like once I got out of high school and into college, like we became like really close, and it's just it's been that way ever since. But you know, it it is a different thing when you have you know when you have a best friend, and you know, if you're married, you know, you you spend most of that time with your wife. So, you know, it's, I, I won't say it's harder to get like close to somebody, but you know, for me, that seemed to be the case. And, um, and the other, my other friend's name is Chad and he, um, I actually met him at volleyball. We used to play against him and I'm not actually sure how we ended up becoming friends, which is kind of funny because I used to think that he was just a total jerk, um, <laughs> out on the volleyball court. He was kind of like, it's like, man, this guy as a jerk out here we would just try to make him mad because then he played worse and i had become nice. really good friends with him um but those two guys really the three of us i think for this past you know this at least a year um really have been just inseparable uh we've done just everything together it was never a matter of um hey are we gonna what are we like are we gonna hang out on saturday it was a, just hey what are we doing saturday you know so it was nice. just always you know we just always hung out um and even still um you know, these one of these guys will text me and be like, "What? Like, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Nothing. Just sitting here watching TV." They'll be like, "All right, I'm coming over." <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, they don't knock when they come into my house. They just walk in. You know. Um, so we've just been really very close. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'd be without those guys either, because uh, they have just. You know, I think when I went through when I went through the divorce, there was a couple of months there where it was a little bit weird. You know, just a complete change in life. Everything, um, just every single thing changed. And, uh, those guys are both there, you know? So yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been awesome friends. And I think that, you know, I, I think I will be very close to them, 
you know, forever, regardless of who I meet. Nice. That's cool to hear. Uh, do you guys want to give any shout outs to uh, additional best friends? I, I used to be the believer that when you said you had a best friend, you're only allowed to say one. But now that I'm married and I have multiple best friends, <laughs> now you I know that not to be the case. <laughs> now I have two best friends. No. Uh, you know, like, like Mark said, my wife is definitely my best friend and I love her dearly. And funny story, when we first met, uh, she definitely got my attention and cause she was hot and because <laughs> she had a nice personality and she has one. Uh, but funnily enough, funnily, can you say that? Sure. Jo- I need to ask Jonathan. He Funnel wouldn't know if I can say funnily. Uh, funny enough, funny enough. That doesn't sound right. Funnel. Funnily. <laughs> what? Right. Why are you going funny back enough. to funnily? <laughs> Ironically enough, that track. her best friend at uh, her one of her best friends during college had a crush on me. So immediately, because her friend said she had a crush on me first, she immediately did the kind of the hands off, and she wrote her a note during college that said, uh, "I just want to assure you," because at some point there was some doubt uh, if she liked me, if Mindy, if my wife liked me, uh, and her best friend found out that maybe she liked her, and she wanted to assure her that that was not the case. So she wrote her a letter and said, <laughs> uh, "I do not like him." I will never date him. Uh, hate that I want to, you know, give my blessing. Yeah, I hate that guy. Whatever. <laughs> and she she wrote that note and gave it to her. And of course, the rest is history. And her best friend was her was I think her maid of honor. And she read that letter at our wedding, <laughs> at our reception. <laughs> awesome. Where, That's really cool. where Mindy wrote that you know what an ugly jerk. I would never date that guy. That's just the, that's the Cliff Notes version. The summary. But yeah, she's my best friend. And that uh, she's the best. Yeah. Any other shout outs? Yeah. I'd, you want to give? I mean, it goes without saying the wife is also my best friend. Uh, but got to uh, shout out yeah, to Mel. Obviously. The, but there is this, there's another guy um, that, uh, that I, I, that I had a hu- hanging out in high school um, and through college. Um, uh, but he had, but he had moved down to Jacksonville and we actually worked together. And one day, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm at work, and uh, he had gone down to Jacksonville the week the week prior, and I'm at work, and someone who I'm kind of like acquaintance with, and uh, she had said, "Oh, did you hear that that Tony quit?" I was like, "No." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's just he's he said he's uh, he went down to Jacksonville for a vacation, and he's just staying down there." I'm like, oh, oh my goodness! Oh no! All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that that guy, he uh, him and I, we can probably carry on uh, a conversation for twenty minutes, not say a single English any language word. We can be gibberish, and we know what each, <laughs> what we're talking about. Uh, we have our own like kind of language. I don't know if you've ever had that with any of your friends, where you can just say whatever. And it makes sense just to you two or to you and a group of friends, but he—that's the way I am with this guy. Um, and it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's one of those friends where if you don't see him for three years, and you and you finally see him again, you pick up right where you left off. Like they yeah. have—you haven't missed a beat. Um, and he's one of those guys. Yeah, nice, indeed. I have a friend named Josh in West Virginia, also that we're exactly like that, and. Uh, we don't speak different languages, but we have more inside <laughs> jokes. We don't, yeah, we don't speak yeah. gibberish, but we have, I guess, 
we have so many inside jokes that we could just speak referring to those inside jokes and we would laugh so hard. Yep. Yeah. And no, nobody would understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Like I don't have like the number of inside jokes I have with Josh is beyond anybody else's by 50 fold. Yeah. Than anybody else. Maybe my wife too. My wife and I have a lot of inside jokes, but yeah, that that's really cool when you have that guy in your life, that, that person in your life that you just, you, you like take, you see them, you talk and it's great. And then you take a time out and then a two years later, three years later, you just continue where you left off. There's no stress. There's no like, so what's up? Like, <laughs> it's no awkwardness. It's just like continue. It's really cool. Nice. Very nice. Um, well, shout outs to my buddy, Aaron. Uh, he's a, a, a good friend of mine from, from college, pretty much like for lack of a better word, he's the black version of me. Um, All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he's a very good friend of mine. We, we always talk about, you know, we're, we're a bunch of nerds. So, you know, anytime there's something going on with like Marvel, DC, whatever, um, you know, we're also, we were in the same um, degree program uh, in college. So we did a lot of classes together and, and and all that kind of stuff um so you know anything about music we'll talk about that um just he's just a real good friend so big shout outs to aaron um and then also a more recent friend his name is zach uh, so big <laughs> shout outs to him <laughs> for those not watching at home for everyone except the four of us <laughs> Patrick is burned <laughs> out. Um, Almost made the cut. Almost. So close. <laughs> no, and of course, shout outs to my fellow good morning guys. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. So I don't have any additional shout outs, but I have two things. So obviously we are doing uh we are doing this through Skype, so we can see each other, but nobody can see us. Just an audio podcast. First thing is hold on a second. Let's take a screenshot. <laughs> Lucas really did hurt his neck, by the way, because he has been stretching this entire time. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't kidding. It's completely it distracting. I'm like, he is all over the screen. And number two, Patrick, do you actually use a handkerchief? Oh yeah, my allergies are terrible <laughs> totally this time saw. of year. Absolutely <laughs> awful. You use it, blow your nose or wipe your nose, and then use the same thing again. Oh, I have like 35 of them. And and sticks it in his pocket. That's the gross part to me. <laughs> Old man in the making. Yep. Where do you even buy yep. a handkerchief? Mm, every, a handkerchief everywhere. store. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere? They have Han- those. Handkerchiefs you are buy right. the everywhere. Shoe store. <laughs> those still exist. The shoe shine right. store. That's what I thought about handkerchief stores. Wow. <laughs> No, that's all I got. Well, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I keep saying that now. My goodness. Matt, you've ruined it. Uh, I did have one more thing that is going to loop us back around to kind of wrap things up with this best friend discussion, and it does have to do with us. I have one more piece of housekeeping, housekeeping. as we have our 16th review slash rating. Oh. Ooh. It's a five-star review, Yay. and it's from... Someone by the name of Hero's Descent. I have no idea who it is. 
Their title of the review is The Platinum of Podcasting. Oh. And that, That's a good oh, start. That's a good start. They had this to say. said, Mr. Ham is the only reason you need to listen. He is the platinum of podcasting. Oh, and the other guys are cool too. You going solo? Now, now listen. <laughs> I didn't realize you changed your name, Lucas. Uh, yeah, yeah hero, right. Whatever. Now listen, Hero's Descent. I have two things to say. One, we appreciate your five stars, but I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you that this is a four-man show and all three, wait, all four of us, these three guys that are with me, <laughs> while I wouldn't say, hey, best friends for life because we've only really like been talking and knowing each other for the past eight months, but the, I could not see any of this working out and existing without all four of us working together. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the three of you that you guys are for sure my friends and it is a privilege and pleasure to podcast with you guys. And anything and everything that we each contribute to this podcast is only possible when each of us contribute to the podcast. I mean, between Patrick editing the show, uh, Mark always having some kind of knowledge or something ready, whether it's Google or just the knowledge in his head, or Ronnie making these comments like the comedic timing of Ronnie is second to none. Uh, and so each of you guys contribute and bring something to it. So Heroes Descent, while we appreciate your five-star rating, I have to respectfully disagree with your, your only putting the stars on me because it is definitely a four-man team. And uh, I appreciate your guys' uh, willingness to do this all together with us as friends. I can, I can definitely say we're friends in this. Even if we mainly only talk during the podcast, it's, it's real real discussion there's no fakeness about what we're doing so i i will I, I will say one thing to that and that lucas is potentially like the most prepared person ever and like the reason that we are on track about anything or our show topics the reason anything flows in our podcast is not just a total disaster is definitely lucas <laughs> he's the overseer of this thing <laughs> And he's keeping us all in line. So you are <laughs> an integral part that has to happen <laughs> right. in order for this thing to go. Like well, Patrick I does, it. obviously Patrick's editing, like he puts in tons of time outside of this podcast editing that. And Mark's for edited sure. too before. Um, you know, Mark always has his games. He always has his music. I got to be honest, out of everybody, I'm definitely the least prepared. A hundred percent. Like I know you guys probably all have notes in front of you right now. The only notes I have were about Superman, which was a lie. <laughs> Way I, to bring notes. I on pretty your much lie. improv every show. <laughs> and that's your contribution. Lucky you. You don't have to prepare to contribute. <laughs> I prepared <Yeah>. a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write it down so I didn't forget. What a waste of a piece of paper. <laughs> Whatever works. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, Ronnie. I will say that. Says, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. What does it say? Uh, it says, I'm, I'm starts as a baby. Next bullet point. Shipped from Krypton to Earth. Next bullet point. Kent's find him. <laughs> and the next bullet point. Picks up car as toddler. <laughs> That's all I have written down. I'm mad that those four bullet points you had to write down. Like those are like universal <laughs> things about Superman. I know Superman. nothing about Superman. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh man. 
Uh, no, but what I was going to say, Ronnie, is thanks for your kind words. But I will say that probably our show is two hours because I plan too much sometimes. <laughs> and I include so many thoughts and things that come to my head and then get everybody's thoughts that, you know, that people contribute. But it's a joy. It's uh, Sometimes it's the the some of the funnest two hours of the week and kind of like the highlight of the week when it's just getting to sitting back with three buddies and uh, shooting the breeze and talking about life. It's It's good times. It is. Speaking of good times, VP Barnaby Butters, in regards to our podcast, had this to say. He said, I used to have friends like these in the picture. And he has a little picture with people playing video games and kids acting crazy. He said, we would argue, fight, play games, play football. That's soccer for those that don't know. Uh, In the street, Mexico. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. Then started to grow up. We went to different schools. New friends appeared. Division started. Then Then you move away. Meet new people. They move away too. Technology's great, bringing people together, only if they want to. Time doesn't change, people in my opinion. It only shows who they truly are. Friends grow apart, new friends appear. Now the people I call my friends are some names and voices I know. Then finally get to meet them at a weirdos reunion and new friends appear. You guys (laughs) are my friends now, like it or not. Talking to us, the Good Morning Guys community. So... Yeah, Barnaby, Man. you're our friend too, buddy. We love you. Weirdos reunions. That's right. That's, that's All about them very, weirdos reunions. Very <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. I mean, you got one guy, one guy running around in a freaking Superman costume. Oh, I you take know. that wherever I go. <laughs> no, but that's awesome that uh, that he had said that, that uh, you know we're friends whether we like it or not. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the one of the. One of the main drivers of what we're doing uh, for this podcast is to connect with others. And we've said it before. Um, and to connect on a level of, of, of being friends, you know, having a friendship with not only listeners, but meeting them. Um, it, is, it is absolutely awesome that we're doing that. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, as we wrap things up, kind of share any last uh, thoughts, inspirations, music from our very own Mark Boucher. Uh, what do you got for us, buddy, in the music realm? Oh, I got some music for I you. I bet you do. You Fun got show. a friend in me. That's one of them. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as always, you can... <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. As always, you can search out the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify and on iTunes. Thanks, Bernabe. Um, And so the four, count them, four submissions I have this week. Um, A lot of the submissions from the community were ones I already kind of had in mind. Uh, So I share your thoughts in this situation. Um, So the first song is Queen's You're My Best Friend. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. The Yep. The second song is You've Got a Friend in Me, as Lucas spoiled, um, from Randy Newman. Uh, the third song is James Taylor's you Got a Friend. And the fourth, which is the selection from the community this week, is Neo's Friend Like Me. Of course, uh, a remake of the Aladdin song, which I'm sure Love Patrick it. is quite happy about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, enjoy the... Enjoy the additions. I actually watched Aladdin again <laughs> this past week. 
After that nice. Aladdin talk, you were like, man, yep. I got to watch some Aladdin. My, my, my daughter was like, you're watching this again? I'm like, yes, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's what parents usually say to their kids instead of <laughs> the kids are saying it to their parents. We, he's like, yeah, and you're not. What are you doing? We want to turn life? on the TV, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it ends up, ends up all of us starting. We end up the both kids laying on my lap watching it. Because, I mean, you can't turn your eyes away from the gloriousness of Aladdin. That's true. <laughs> no way, no how. The diamond in the rough. Guys, did you have any other thoughts before we end things out? I had you? some, but I forgot. <laughs> what did you say, Patrick? That's you guys both spoke at the same time. I love you. I love you too, man. Speaking of love, I had one final thought that I was going to share. I wanted to read a scripture to you and just give one final thought to kind of bring everything home. John 15, 13 through 15 says, Greater love, Patrick, has no one than this to lay down his life for his friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Two things come to mind when I read this scripture that Jesus said in the Gospel of John. One, I want to remind everybody, Christianity is not about religion. It's about relationship. And then second, quality is better than quantity. And, you know, when I think about Jesus' life, he had 12 friends. And some of them he even probably would have called best friends. Uh, but for them all, he, he proactively invested in their lives. Eleven of them only worked out. One of them kind of went off on the deep end. Uh, but it got me to thinking when I thought about the scripture and I was talking about friends, and I really wanted to ask everyone, ask you guys, uh, do you know, um, do you have friends and people that you're investing in like Jesus? Like he had 12 people he's investing in. He chose them. Um, and, and I've always, it, it made me think about how we need to do the same thing. Like a lot of times growing up, like in school and everything else, like we, we pick our friends based on similarities, likes, interests, circumstance, and even later on in work, like a lot of times the people we work with are our friends. Uh, but when it comes down to it, the best friends that we can have are the ones that we choose and that we choose no matter what. And so... I wanted to kind of give, just give a challenge to each of us to, to write down, think about, pray about 12 people who we could invest in, to choose to love them, to be true friends, best friends with them, and uh, to put our energy not just in things and work and making money, but to put them in people. And through that, I think we truly can have a legacy. We can have an eternal connection with others beyond our lifetime. And I think that's kind of like the purpose of talking about friends, talking about friendship. And so just wanted to wrap things up by sharing that with you, sharing that little thought with you uh, and challenge you guys. Who are your 12? Just like Jesus needed 12 friends, needed 12 buddies to see his ministry through. Who are your 12? So think about it, talk about it with each other and uh, see what happens. All right. So that's all for this good morning. Feel free to leave us a positive and honest review on iTunes if you have a couple minutes to spare. Once we get 20 reviews and or ratings, Ronnie is the last one to do something crazy. 
So take no, no, that's not permitted. <laughs> so take a couple minutes, share your opinion on the show. Go to iTunes or wherever you can have access to that. Give us a little rating. And remember, if you'd like to join in on future episodes or connect with our community, but are not sure how to do so, check out the show notes that have all of our info on the Discord server. It's free and a fun way to connect directly with us and the community. Also, our personal Twitter handles are there. The show's Twitter handle is at the GMG Podcast. Also, you'll find our email, or you can even call us at what number, Ronnie? I don't know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 929-GMG-GUYS. That's 929 and some numbers that spell GMG-GUYS. Call in, leave a message, make up an intro to the show, or just ask a question. Beyond that, talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we have our third community and listener-driven episode, episode number 30, where our conversation will be in your hands. So it's anyone's guess as to what we're going to talk about. All righty then. Pat, Mark, Ronnie J., who for the 23rd time in a row has abandoned his, his God or GMG-given duty to watch the Superman movie. You listeners, our best friends and family, go get your good morning. And may God bless and guide your lives, of, lives as you live, work, and game. Tomo arigato, Mr. Roboto, and sayonara. One, two, three, four. Tomo arigato, Mr. Roboto, Tomo. 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 <laughs> Tomo. <laughs>